Hi guys and welcome back to the Emphatic Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton. We're back again and it's during the holiday times. I hope these are all uh, chilled out, having a bit of relaxation over this period of time. And I've got my usuals back, my, my two co-hosts now. Theo, how you doing mate? Yeah, good thank you Jordan. Doing yeah, alright, how about yeah. yourself? Yeah, decent, decent. You enjoying your time off from work as well? Absolutely, it's been it's been so needed and uh, yeah. it feels weird doing a podcast not... Yeah, like not not in, the, not in the evening. Yeah, no. yeah. It's, it's, it's an odd one, but yeah, it's it's quite nice to be refreshed. I'm liking it. Yeah, I'm doing liking it a bit it. earlier, so yeah. No, that's good stuff. And you're back up again, Ronan, back for your second podcast as a full member of the Fact Fanatics. It's good to have you back. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I like the holiday times as well because obviously there's a lot of football on. Yeah, definitely, time. definitely. Being uh, not just weekends, you're getting a lot of midweek football as well, so mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. Yeah, there's. I think it's the the Leicester game that's on at the moment. The Leicester Palace game is as we're recording at the moment. I've, I've seen it was nil nil. So yeah, but again, loads of football. Sadly, my my team's not playing at the moment. Someone they've got four games postponed because of players got COVID. So it's not it's not great. But yeah, but other games, Premier League games, and and loads of games are not on at the moment. So it's it's good to have at the moment. So yeah, guys, we're we're talking about a different league though this episode, and that's the Serie A. So it's our last one of the top five leagues. And yeah, the Italian league, it's a it's a very much enjoyed league. A lot of people say that it's for the older older players. Older players go there when their career's coming towards an end. But yeah, there's some young, exciting talent still and to be excited about in Serie A if, if you're not too aware of it. So yeah, we'll, we'll go through each team. We'll say, obviously, the, the, the league season's almost halfway through, but we'll say where we think they'll finish at the end of the season. And we'll, we'll, we'll give our opinions on, on how they're doing this season, the managers, and maybe some players to look out for during the, the second part of the season. So we'll kick it off with the, the current holders and Ronan's got this team and it's Juventus. So Ronan, I'll let you kick it off with Juve. Yeah, Juventus, they've been dominating for years, haven't they, in yeah, Serie A? Yeah. They usually win the league without a, a question, really. Usually, a walk, as much as Serie A has got a lot of strong teams, they usually win it quite easily. But... Not this season, is it? So far, anyway. Definitely <laughs> yeah. not, no. You've obviously, they've brought, they've went for a new sort of style and they've brought Pirlo in, mm-hmm. an inexperienced manager, first job, mm-hmm. quite yeah. a big job to take. It's been hit and miss for Juventus, I would say. One week they can look great, the next week you, you just think what's going on and it just, nothing works. So, yeah, I suppose we'll wait and see, but I mean... Their last result was a 3-0 defeat at home to Fiorentina, which, yeah. is, which is very poor. That um, is very poor, yeah. Especially for a team like Juventus. And I think as well, when it comes to the players, of obviously, I mean, of course, you've got Cristiano Ronaldo. You've, I mean, not just him. They're a talented squad. Like, mm-hmm. every position, every, every player in every position is talented. No question. Mm-hmm. You've got the likes of Matthias De Ligt, who's... Brilliant at the back, along with the likes of Chiellini, Benucci, mm-hmm. all these sort of players who are all winners. They know what it is to win. Yeah. But I think the biggest problem for Juventus right now is trying to find their rhythm because they're mm-hmm. so hit and miss. They are. Um, mm-hmm. Whether that's down to Pirlo, whether it's down to the players, don't know. I've noticed that Pirlo has been, he doesn't really have a start in 11 that plays every week. He's chopping and changing all the time. So there's obviously a few convincing players that are getting their starts every week. Like, obviously, Ronaldo is, mm-hmm. is one. 
You've got Quadrado at right back who's playing every week. Who I, who I rate very highly. I he think got he got sent off, wasn't it, against Fiorentina recently? He did. He, he, did. Sent off as well. he did got he did get sent off, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. I rate him as a player. I think he's a very good player. Mm-hmm. You've got Benucci, who is when Keelan he's not in the park, he's the captain, and Keelan he isn't on the park really. He's only made two appearances the whole season. In my opinion, in terms of the signings that Juventus have brought in, they brought in Weston McKenney who actually, I think, has been one of the better players for Juventus this season. Mm-hmm. He looks like one of the players that are actually up for it every week, mm-hmm. given, given they're all every week. Yep. Uh, in terms of signings, I think, is that the only one? Or Kiza as well. Federico they brought, they brought uh, is it Kulisevsky came back from loan? He came yeah. back into the squad. I'm trying Federico, to... Federico Kiza. Yeah, Kiza yeah. came in from Fiorentina. He's, he's another one as well that, that's hot and cold, I think. One week he plays brilliant, the next week he doesn't. So, in terms of signings that Pierre was brought in, he's not brought in many, but mm-hmm. that's probably because he doesn't need any because Juventus yeah. had a squad. But yeah, there's, I mean, in my opinion, I don't think Ra- Rabio seems to be a player that's getting a start every week. And in my opinion, yeah, he, he, he seems like quite a bad egg, Rabio. He's always been in the headlines when he was mm-hmm. at PSG. He was always in the headlines, and I think even since he's gone to Juve, he is what well, isn't it? It's like his mother was his like agent at one point or something like that. It was it was like a yeah. family member, yeah. and it, they were stirring the pot a lot. So yeah, I don't think Rabio should be. I think Juve need to really move him on. He he seems like quite a bad egg, quite a hot-headed player. You were saying about bringing people in. They they brought in brought in Arthur as well. Just Arthur, know. yeah, Arthur for the, the piano swap as well. So I think that was a great. See when I seen that deal at first, I thought that's a brilliant deal. Arthur is some player. Pjanic yeah. is a bit older. As much as Pjanic is a fantastic player, yeah. I think that swap deal was. I thought it was a great yeah. deal. I thought they're getting a player. But again, he's not really, he's not done much yet. You yeah, know? I think um, I think they got the be- better end of the end of the deal. I personally think Barcelona yeah. made a mistake with that deal. Me too. Um, I think agree me, with you. me, me, and Theo were discussing that on the uh, the Bar- when we were talking about Barcelona and in the La Liga episode. Theo, uh, do you think that Artur should be getting more game time at, at Juventus now? Do you think he's he he deserves a cha- a chance more to be a regular in, in this side? Probably, yeah, but but um, I think they all deserve more of a chance. Yeah. The problem with Juventus is they've got way too many players in the they've same got too position. Much. They do. I mean, yeah. Juventus's best um, midfielder is Rodrigo Bentecourt. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why does he not start regularly? That's that's yeah. the problem. Um, I, I'm I'm, I'm surprised the likes of like because people like are talking about like Man United going for Dybala, and we'll go we'll come to Dybala in a second. But I think they should have been like. For example, going for someone like Bentancur, he would suit their what they need because uh, Bentancur is not getting enough ga- game time. And I think any team should be should be really looking at him. So yeah, that, that I definitely agree. Bentancur, he's a top player. But what else were you going to say there, then, Theo? I was just going to say I I hundred percent agree with um, the Artur over Pjanic. It was a strange mm-hmm. deal from Barcelona because Artur is a good player. But yeah. th- what I question is, you bought in Artur this this uh, summer. Why do you go and buy Weston McKenney as well? Yeah. You've got yeah. Ramsey, you've got Bentico, you've got Rabio. Why? And, yeah. and I'm, I'm sure they'd take Pogba back at the, and, the click of a finger. Yeah, well. yeah, they would. That's the they, thing. They also brought in, uh, I've, I'm looking at the transfers, they brought in Mandragoa 
scorer from yeah from Udinese as well for nine million. I know he's a, a young talented player, but you can't be bringing too many players in the same position and not playing them. It's, it's the strange it's, thing about that one is he was on their books and they loaned him out to Udinese, mm-hmm. and then obviously Udinese they had him for a couple of seasons and then bought him permanently, mm-hmm. and then Juventus have now gone and bought him back. Yeah, it just doesn't make sense. They'll probably ship him out on loan again. They pro- it is really strange. It is it is a strange one. Um, the other way was they yeah. brought in Morata. Yeah, who, yeah. I was going to ask you like, about that. Going on. He's a. I don't. I think the reason they brought Morata back is because he was he did so well the first time he played he for the Because you look at him at Chelsea and he was he was awful. Mm-hmm. At uh, Atletico Madrid, he wasn't too bad, mm-hmm. but I mean, I don't know. Like I suppose. Bringing him in, there's no harm. Yeah, it's a but, it's a loan deal. To be fair, they brought him in on loan, yeah. so it's not like and to be fair, he's got four goals and five assists. He's got a lot yeah. of assists this season mm-hmm. for a striker. That's quite good. Yeah, um, but it's just can't see what's happening. I know yeah. you were going to talk about Dybala. Yeah, Jordan, that's yeah. what you're going to go into next. But mm-hmm. he's he just needs to find his form. He's yeah. not. He's just not. He's only he's only made five appearances this season as well. Yeah. Five mm-hmm. starts. Yeah. Um, three off the bench. So yeah. he's not going to find his form if he's not getting starts or getting mm-hmm. games. So mm-hmm. the Dabala ones, are, that's quite a, a funny one. You don't know whether Pirlo likes him or, or not. Um, so I, I just think Juventus right now, if you take Ronaldo out of the team, I, I don't think, I think Ronaldo is essentially carrying Juventus. That's because he's mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, you. Yeah. It's Cristiano Ronaldo. He's he's arguably one of the, he's arguably arguably the best player in the world. So mm-hmm. I think if you take him out of the team, they just don't quite click as well. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 a really strange thing. I think Ronaldo Ronaldo's transitioned such as a player. He's tr- transitioned from a left winger to a striker, and especially Real Madrid. He done that. He kind of transitioned during when he was there. He he moved into a, a striker position when likes of Bale came in and and a few other players came in. He, he kind of transitioned into that. But I think with Juve, they've just as you said, they've got too many players in the same position. The central midfields. They've obviously got. I'm looking at it now about five six. Yeah, about six players in central midfield or central attacking midfield. So it's it's really it's too many players to have in that position. And obviously that does include Sammy Kadira, who they are going to move on. Sammy Kadira is is getting older, but they had like Emery Chan before that. He he moved back to Dortmund. It was just so many. They've just and Blaise Matuidi's moved on as well. So um, they've got they've had too many players and I, I think they really need to find a solid partnership in the midfield because yeah. having that solid partnership like for example Pirlo will know that Pirlo when they got to the Champions League final they had Pirlo Vidal and Pogba in midfield they had that solid three and they, they played week in and week out pretty much every single week and it was it was solid it was good and I think Pirlo needs to find that he needs to pick three players out of them six options and go you're my starting three you're going to be playing majority of the games and that's what I'm going with because you can't please everyone and I think Pirlo needs to understand that. I'll, I'll go to you, Theo. Do you think, before we wrap up on Juventus, do you think that Pirlo is a good manager? He's experienced enough. Obviously, we've seen the likes of former players with in the Premier League, for example, with Solskjaer going back to United, Lampard going to Chelsea, Arteta going to Arsenal. Do you think that Juve needs to stick with Pirlo? Or do you think they're two different examples, complete, complete differences? Do you think that Juventus need to stick with him, Pirlo as a manager? It's- 
It's a good question, uh, Jordan. I think this is the only incident where this a manager's gone into such a, a club that has such a good squad. Mm-hmm. Because comparing Pirlo to a Solskjaer, an Arteta, even a Lampard, they mm-hmm. came in when times were quite tough and, and, mm-hmm. and difficult. Yeah. Judging Pirlo by what he's done compared to other Juventus um, managers, I think Pirlo's done really yeah. poor so far. Yeah. Well, um, you've got to say that obviously he came in after Sarri and Sarri didn't have it. Obviously he did win the league, but he wasn't in a... Juventus weren't at their peak, to true. say the least. So true. Um, he is but, coming to... But but you, what what you've got to remember as well is, this is someone who's been trusted with a club who are who historically get through managers, mm-hmm. and he's been given a really big job. It's his first job as well. Solskjaer, even Arteta spent years learning under Guardiola. Lampard obviously went to Derby, mm-hmm. so it, it's different. And I don't think he's he's coped with it very well at the moment. As Ronan said in his review, he doesn't know what he's formation is yet he doesn't know what his starting 11 is and yeah okay he's got loads of players to choose from but you know surely you've got to you've got to pick it's healthier for the team yeah. healthier for the fans mm-hmm. yeah um yeah definitely well. yeah definitely so how long would you say he's got then Ronan Pirlo as a manager do you think he's got maybe uh, maybe until after January or do you would you give him that long it's a difficult one I think he's got I still think he's got time mm-hmm I think they'll give him the season because yeah. I think they've. I think you can write like you can't obviously write it off, but I think there's a good chance that they're not going to win the league this season. You never know, but just with the way it's going, with the results they're getting, they're so hit and miss. I think they'll give him the season. They're still in the Champions League as well, so yeah. not that, that means they're going to win it. But he's he got past the group stages. I just think. The, the problem with Pirlo, you, I don't, like, I've watched a, a bit of Juventus and mm-hmm. Pirlo is getting Juventus to play a completely different way that they've ever played before. Yeah. Usually Juventus are, a, as much as they're a great team, they're still a very defensive team. You think of the, the players they've had in the past, like, you think of their defence, Bonucci, Chiellini, like, these players are solid Italian defence, and Italy is a nation or a defensive team. So like, yeah. they've got these players that are just a brick wall essentially, and then you've got your you, they had Buffon and goals, so it was always just protecting the goal. Yeah. As much as they were they were good on the attack, their main focus was defending. And I, I've watched Juventus and Pirlo's getting them to play, try and play fast flowing open football, mm-hmm. playing with the ball at the back with the centre backs. Yeah. You know, and it's just. It doesn't suit Juventus. We're so not used to seeing Juventus like that. And it's I think that is one of the problems for him is that he's that he's trying to change the philosophy and the way that Juventus have been playing for so long. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's messing messing it up a wee bit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. there's nothing wrong with what Pirlo's trying because he wants to do it his way. He's came in. I know like he's he's an inexperienced manager as well. This is his first job, and like Theo says. It's a huge job to come into. It's massive. So he's all he was always going to be under pressure. But he obviously felt confident enough to take it. But I think, yeah, I think he'll get to I'll get I think he'll get the season. Yeah, he'll get the season. Yeah. I think that's probably going to be the case. I think he will get the, the season. But I think if they finish out the top four, that's a real, real huge failure. Oh, failure. Obviously, winning the league, I can understand if Pirlo didn't win the league. I could kind of understand that because it is his first job. 
but you can't finish outside the top four as Juventus. I'm sorry, but you can't. That can't be acceptable, even for your first job. It's not acceptable at that level. And maybe it's too soon for Pirlo, really, uh, at the moment. So we'll, we'll, we'll move on to the next club because we've, we've covered Juve, I think, uh, quite extensively there. And the next club, the club I'm going to talk about, I've got the top on at the moment, and that's AC Milan. AC Milan flying high. I've got to say, I, I'm really surprised by them at the moment. They've not w- lost a game this season, which is, is a massive, massive thing to say. They've won 10 games, four, four draws and zero losses. And they've got a, a really good positive goal difference. They, obviously, Inter Milan only being... But uh, better than that, with with one one more or one less goal difference, I should one more goal difference, I should say, um, put one more positive goal difference. So they're on thirty four points at the moment. They are clearly ahead of the rest. The only other club, obviously, Inter Milan, they're they're only a point behind. So it's going to be tight between those two at the moment. It looks like uh, to challenge for the title. But as we said, any team to could from from probably Juventus really could really challenge the season. So for AC Milan, I look at their club and I've got to say I'm really impressed. Stefano Pioli, fantastic manager, really, really rubber stamped his authority in on this team, shown his ability as a manager. They they only brought him in, I think, six month contract. I'm not sure who the, the manager was prior to that, but they brought they brought um Pioli in as a short term manager, but he's 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 got a long term vision for the club, I think. And I I'm quite excited to see to see what they can do. Looking at the, the, the players they've got, I've got to say Gianluigi Donnarumma, one of the best goalkeepers probably that Italy have had since since Gianluigi Buffon, obviously. I think he, he's he's a really upcoming goalkeeper, still only twenty one. Obviously his contract's coming to an end at the end of the end of the season but I think if Milan win the league I think they've got a, a, a chance of keeping him what's your opinion on on Donnarumma then Theo do you think he he's going to stay at AC Milan this season or yeah if they win the league season? definitely I think the only club realistically who who would kind of need a goalkeeper well they don't need need a goalkeeper but they buy one every year yeah. it's probably PSG so that's realistically yeah. the only place mm-hmm. I can see him going mm-hmm. it's funny Donnarumma because I feel as if he's been around for a century, but he's probably he's only about yeah. 20, 22, Yeah, he came, he came on the scene when he was sixteen. Um, he 16, came on the scene yeah. I think Milan win the league this season. He he won't turn them down. I think he's a boyhood Milan fan as well, so I don't think he'll t- he'll turn them down. But he's a very good goalkeeper. Yeah, definitely a really good goalkeeper. What's your opinion then, Ronan, on Gianluigi Donnarumma? Do you think he's uh, one for the to be one of the big biggest goalkeepers for for the next few years? Yeah. I mean, I think it's quite ironic that he's named the same. He's, he's got the same name yeah. as before. Yeah, yeah, Gianluigi. <laughs> yeah, Luigi, yeah. He, he, whether he's, he was named after him, I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe that might be the case. Yeah. But um, yeah, he's an outstanding goalkeeper. I mean, I remember, I remember thinking like, because he's the same age as me, and I'm thinking I'm sitting here, and I'm not like a job as a gardener, and he's playing at San Siro every week in front of yeah. thousands of fans and getting paid who knows what and you think it's just crazy the age that he was that like how young he was starting in goal for such a big team you know mm-hmm. and uh, no question he's an outstanding goalkeeper and he can go on to be one of the best mm-hmm, definitely well his, his brother it must be kind of happy and sad his brother's at the club at the moment Antonio Donnarumma as well so he must be a bit jealous of his younger brother doing doing so well at the moment at the same club I don't know obviously we've seen brothers play in, in the same club, obviously, the Hazard brothers joined Chelsea at the same time. Thorgan and, and Eden Hazard as well, they joined the club at the same time. We've seen other brothers join as well, obviously, the Neville brothers. Gary stood out instead of Phil. So it's one of these things where 
maybe the the younger brother or, or brothers clash um and one brother's better than the other so um it's quite interesting um, oh, Jordan, your favourites, the Longstaff brothers. Oh, the Longstaff brothers, yeah, of course. Newcastle, yeah, what great players, yeah. Forty million pounds for Sean Longstaff, absolutely bargain, yeah, totally. <laughs> no, but um, got, going back to AC Milan, I've got to say that they've got a solid partnership at the back now. Um, obviously, with Alessio Romagnoli as the captain of the side. Theo, you're a you're a huge fan of Romagnoli. You've said that a lot of clubs, top clubs, should be targeting Romagnoli. Do you think he could be like the Maldini almost of the the new AC Milan side. Yeah, he's 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 captain as well. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. he's a legend of of the club already. I mean, he, mm-hmm. he's been with them through some dark times, mm-hmm. and I think he's pulled them through. And obviously, if he can top it up with a title win this season and take them back into the Champions League, then I mean, he, he'll be he'll be remembered as a legend for sure. Yeah, definitely. And uh, Ronan, his partner, Simeon Kier, he's a bit older, 30 years old, but he's really shown his stuff as, as a solid centre-back alongside Romagnoli. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, he helped, as much as Romagnoli is a great player, I think you've got Wacy Milan in general, I know you're going to speak about more players, mm-hmm. but like yeah. Wacy Milan in general, they're, a, they're mostly a young, talented squad. They but are, they yeah. have the likes of Kier, and I know you're going to speak about Ibrahimovic, but yeah. those players that are a bit more senior, a bit more experienced, who yeah. I think are pushing the rest of the squad. So I think Kiar is a real influence in that squad, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I think the most outstanding player that's that's come through that I didn't expect this from is Teo Hernandez. I'll go to Theo. Teo Hernandez, how good has he been since he's joined AC Milan? He's been fantastic. Well, are you surprised? He's got the same name as yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But and, you know, well, you're not, you're, 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 instead of Theo Hernandez, it's Theo. Um, so we'll, 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 start, we'll start calling you Theo Kiriaki. We'll mean, I'm, I'm really happy for once in my life that Theo Walcott isn't the guy I look up to. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's totally. someone else to be honest. Yeah. I mean, he's out. He's out. He's been outstanding. Mm-hmm. And the fact he's a left back, he's scored a lot of goals this season, mm-hmm. a lot of winners as well. Yeah. A lot of last minute goals. He's a clutch player. Defensively, he's good. Attacking wise, he's good. And he's only 20, 21. And it's funny because the paths him and his brother took were, were two different paths. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lucas, uh, Luca, uh, Lucas Hernandez, he obviously mm-hmm. went to to buy in for a lot of money. Teo Hernandez, he kind of skated. I think he was at, was he at Sociedad or, or whatever. He um, was. It was Alaves, I'm sure. He was at Alaves, Alaves on loan. He was yeah. all, all over yeah. the place. Yeah. But he's been he's been great. And I think they got him for a, a cut price. Mm-hmm. He's worth triple what they paid for him. Yeah, definitely. And he's he's up there with the top assist. Well, he's the third top assister in the squad. But he is quite a he's he's got a bit of a bad discipline. That's the only thing I would say. We're looking at the football critic at the moment and yeah, can can get into a bit of a, a rough housing against other teams. But yeah, again, he's a top player, quite a pacey left back and and definitely, as you said, can can score goals from anywhere, really. He's, he's, again, the third top goal scorer in the team as well for a left-back. That's that's pretty solid. Looking at the rest of the squad, they've got decent right-backs, I would say. Obviously, looking at the likes of Dallo, they brought in loan. Calabria, I think, has come through the academy. I and mean, they've also got Conte, who's had a bit of injury problems, so that's a, a bit of shame for him. But decent players there. We've talked about Benacer before, Theo. Benacer, what a player. Ronan, I don't know if you know much about Ismail Benacer. Do, do you think he's a, he's a solid player? And have, have you heard much about him? Oh, he's a talent, no doubt. I mean, everything that that you guys have already discussed about him is I completely agree with you. He's he's, yeah. he's an outstanding player and he he will I believe he will go to the top of football, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think there's no question about that one. Yeah. 
Yeah, and that's the same way Sandro Tonali. Sandro Tonali, what a player they got him for as well. What that that was a that was probably a sign in the summer. I would say, like, really is up there. I, I wouldn't maybe say the the best sign in the summer, but it's up there for the for the age he is, the age profile. Uh, a lot of clubs. That's the type of player you player that Juve should have gone for and, and built around their midfield. To be honest, but but Sandro Tonali, what a player they got. Um, they got on their hands there. Frank Kessie as well. He's a top player. Really strutting his stuff now. He had a bit of a, a slow start to life in, in Milan, coming in from Atalanta, I believe. But yeah, Frank Kessie, what a player as well. Callan Oglu, the top assister. He's he's obviously out of contract in the summer. Uh, I've heard like links, like people are saying that um, likes of Arsenal should target someone like Callan Oglu. Do you think that's a, that, that's a good shout, Ronan? Yeah, no. Like, I don't think Arsenal need it. In the sense of it would definitely benefit Arsenal. But at the same time, they've got enough of those type of players that should be performing as it is already. I think there'll be a lot of clubs in for, for him, definitely, mm-hmm. all over the world, because yeah. he, he's a really good player. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and Theo, he's, he's got a cracking free kick, hasn't he, Kalinoglu? Since, ever since Leverkusen, really, the days in Leverkusen as well. He, he's, a, he's a top player. What's your opinion on, on Kalinoglu? Yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's had a few disappointing uh, seasons at AC Milan. Uh, mm-hmm. But I think... They all did, really. But good yeah. player, Man United have been in contract talks with him, I heard, as mm. well. But same thing again, if they win the league, looks like he will he will stay. And yeah. I remember that free kick goal he scored for Hamburg against um, Leverkusen mm-hmm. from the halfway line. Yeah. Uh, what a goal that was. Yeah, it was, really was. Looking at the other players, they've got Brahim Diaz. I didn't even know they had Brahim Diaz. I think he might be on loan from Real Madrid, I believe. I'm not entirely sure, but if they could get him in on a permanent, that's that's a good deal. He's 21, really young player. I think the the, the one player I want to talk about a lot, and I'll, I'll, we'll, before we go into Ibrahimovic, because Ibrahimovic is, we could talk all day about Ibrahimovic. The player, I think, is the most impressive bit of business and, and really surprising from someone like Ivan Gazidis to, to pick out this player, Salamakers, the, the young Belgian kid. They brought him in from Anderlecht for five million. He has been performing. He really has. He, he's really shown that he's got a lot of potential on his hands. So I'm, I'm excited to see, to, to see where his career takes him. Obviously, they've got the likes of Rafael Liao, they brought in top player, young player they brought in from the French League. Anti Rebic as well, a good player from Frankfurt. He he done really well. But we'll go into this man, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Where where else can we talk about? Ronan Zlatan Ibrahimovic. He, he just keeps on performing. He's 39 and he's just shown that going to America, he, sh- he shouldn't have gone to America because he's just what what a player. He just keeps on going. It's mental. I mean, he is literally Superman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, honestly, like he's. I've always been a huge fan of him. He he does things that no one else can do. You just think of the things that he that he's done like in the past, like he's he's overhead kick against England. Yeah. He, yeah. Like and just some of the goals that he scores. But it's not just that. He's really went into that AC Milan team and took the lead. Mm-hmm. He's just shown by example and you like I follow I love him that much. I follow him on Instagram and it's uh, <laughs> The stuff that he that he puts up is so motivational to to other to the rest of the team. It's like mm-hmm. it's as if since Ibrahimovic just came in, the rest of the team. It's like his presence alone is enough to just go right. We need to really show up here because mm-hmm. we're playing with Zlatan. So like that's all that's needed that needs to be said. In my opinion, this is just my opinion. People might call me out, but I think he is. If you take away Robert Lewandowski, he is the best striker in the world right now, at the moment. Mm. At yeah, the moment. He's, he's in contention right at the moment. Yeah, really is. I don't mean on paper. 
obviously on paper he's brilliant. He's obviously 39, so he's a bit older. Mm-hmm. But right now, with the goals yeah. that he's scoring and the influence that he has in that AC Milan team, where AC Milan are in the league at the moment, I think he is the best striker in the world. Yeah. And Theo, would you say, do you think Ibrahimic can win AC Milan the, the league title this year? Do you think he's he's the key to them winning the league? Because he's, he's injured at the moment, according to transfer mark. So I don't know if that's a bad injury or not. But obviously, do you think that his presence like could win them the league, really? Um, I, I, I definitely thought so before Milan have played without him. Mm-hmm. Milan have been just as good without him. They've been really good. They've played more of as more as a team. Ibrahimovic mm-hmm. has been outstanding this season. Completely agree with Ronan. I actually think he's one of the most underappreciated players mm-hmm. um, of all time. I actually think he's still one of the best players of all time. Mm-hmm. If you look at what he's achieved and everything, um, and yeah, he, he's incredible. I think he's better than Lewandowski as well. Yeah. I'm not a fan. I think of him. I think it's his but, attitude that, that not lets him down, but kind of takes away from how good he is. A lot of people are like, "Oh, he's." just got a big head he's and he is he is he's rightfully so that he's got that kind of ego to him but I I think yeah sometimes a lot of people look on that and go right well you're you're kind of taking it you're taking all the glory from a team performance from a team but I mean I've read Zlatan Ibrahimovic's uh, biography one of the best books I've read I've read about four or five times Mm -hmm. and he's he had a tough upbringing so that kind of is why he right he's like that but that fires him on I mean This season, he's been amazing. Some of the goals he's scored as well. Yeah. I mean, he scored he scored um, a double in the, mm-hmm. the, the derby. I think yeah. he scored an overhead kick against Udinese. <sighs> he's frightening. Yeah. He could play till he's 50. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Probably could. And and one last anecdote I'll, I'll throw in there is that I, I remember back in previous transfer history, some of them were linked to him back, back in the day, right when he was early doors at Malmo. He was a young kid at Malmo. Going before he went to Ajax, I think some of them were linked to him. Then I, I've, oh, I wish that was true. I wish, I wish that had come true. Because uh, yeah, can you imagine Slatan playing for us? Oh, that'd be great. But no, but that, that's a, that's just a wee anecdote I want to throw in there. But that's yeah, that's about AC Milan. Before mm-hmm. we move on, is that yeah. I think it would be a really cool story if they won the Serie A yeah. and Slatan came back and mm-hmm. they they managed to do it because we all know like as much as Slatan is as much as we know Zlatan could play to 50 mm-hmm. he's going to retire soon I think so I think like I think that would be some story I, I would love to see AC Milan win yeah title. yeah well that's the thing is, as Theo said as well after Zlatan's got injured the, the team are playing together which is good as well which it shows that they've got a plan without Zlatan as well so if, if Zlatan does get injured or or is out for a long time or, or, or ends up retiring after the season they've got a contingency plan to work as a team and to to really move forward. So I, I'm excited with AC Milan and I, I hope they continue to to find their back to their glory days, hopefully, because that AC Milan team, when they had from the 80s up until like the early 2000s, the mid 2000s with Maldini and and countless other players, Pirlo they had at the time as well. And um, they had countless players. And yeah, uh, you've got to love East Milan because they're one of these clubs that yeah they they should be in the top echelons of football. So moving on to the next team and it's it's on to you Theo onto a club that you quite like and that's Roma. So I'll I'll let you kick it off with Roma. Yeah, one of the surprise packages of of this season in the sense that they've they've really had a fantastic season which which no one really um kind of expected. Mm-hmm. First of all, the manager Paolo Fonseca obviously mm-hmm. used to manage Shakhtar Donetsk. He's a really good manager. Plays. Very exciting football. And Roma have been 
Roma have been a very impressive team this season. What's what's kind of um, interesting about Roma is they're, they're a mix of old, older players and also younger players. For example, the, the star of this season has been Henrik Mkhitaryan. Yeah, yeah. Um, really he's been absolutely outstanding. Seven goals, six assists, frightening form. Uh, a couple of hat-tricks as well, I, I believe, as well. Obviously, Edin Dzeko as well. Yeah. Uh, him and Pedro, which was a shrewd signing from... Mm-hmm. Chelsea on free uh, transfer, yeah, free transfer, very shrewd signing. But but what's interesting about Roma and in particular uh, Fonseca is what he does, what he does to players. He turns players who have been discarded by the top clubs into into good players. I'm talking um, Jordan Vertu, mm-hmm. Jordan Vertu, a player who when he was playing for Villa, Newcastle, wasn't really that good. He's been fantastic this season. So has Boya Mayoral. Mayoral, um, yeah. young lad that came through. Was it Real Madrid? He came through. Uh, yeah, Real. Real Madrid, and they've got some really exciting youngsters coming through. In particular, in, in defence, they're well stacked. Roger Ibanez, mm-hmm. the lad from Albania who's played quite a few few games, called Kambula. He started. Yeah, I seen Kambula. Yeah, Kambula mm-hmm. um, and and Mancini in the depth as well. Smalling, one who Jesus. So defensively, the depth's good. Uh, same with the mid- midfield. Shout out for Lorenzo Pellegrini. I think he's one of the most yeah. exciting mm-hmm. players in Serie A. I think he's moment. got. I think he's got. I've heard. I've been listening to a lot of like podcasts and and um, football TV shows or not TV shows, but a lot of people on on YouTube, I should say, they they said that he's got a decent buyout clause, about thirty million. I think Pellegrini. So a lot of clubs should be targeting someone like Lorenzo Pellegrini. What a player he is. Yeah, yeah, very, very good player, uh, captain as well. So he, he's obviously a, a leader too. And they've still got exciting youngsters like uh, um, Zaniolo as well. Zaniolo, yeah. Um, he's a player who hasn't really hit the the forms that, that you'd expect, but he but he's done well. Definitely a surprise package this season. Could easily push the top two currently at the moment for the top spots. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. It's nice to see a team who play free at the back doing well as well. Yeah, yeah. And there's a, a couple other players I, I like to mention, Amadou Diawara. Diawara, I think he came in, was it Napoli he was at when he was a youngster? I think he was at Napoli or, or a club like that. I think they brought him in from Roma. I thought I thought that was a shrewd bit of business. He's 23, got a long lot of potential with him. Carlos Perez, I think he's a solid player from Barcelona. They've got him on a decent deal. He's competition for Alexa Pedro, Mkhitaryan as well. So a decent player. And Brian Cristante as well. I really like Brian Cristante, the defensive midfielder. And they've got there as well. I, I think he's a solid player. 25, got a lot of potential for that. But as you mentioned, Jordan Vertu. I think Jordan Vertu, he was at Fiorentina. He done really well there. And, and Roma's picked up a solid player. And I've got to say, since the days of Villa, I was really surprised of, of how well he's doing now, Jordan Vertu. Because, yeah, at Villa, he looked a shadow of himself. Let me ask you something to you. Like, because you've looked into Roma. And I know you quite like Roma. I know it was kind of mentioned in the Leicester podcast about Under. From you, you done that from the Leicester point of view. From a Roma point of view, what do you think? Do you think he's a player that Roma should have kept? Because you look at him back in 2017, he was flying with Roma. He was playing brilliant. Obviously, it didn't work out as well, and that's why he's at Leicester. But what, what do you think the situation there is? Very, very interesting. Very good point. I think Roma allowed him to leave because of the the amount of star young players that they bring in. For example, they, they, they've produced obviously Zaniolo. They've had Cliver at, at one point who hasn't, hasn't really hit, hit the highest. Where's, where's Cliver? He's at Leipzig now. Leipzig, he, right, okay. Leipzig. But the under one was interesting because he burst onto the scene. And, and I remember that season, everyone was like, wow, it's 
absolutely brilliant, absolutely he's he's incredible. I think a lot of players have second season syndrome at Roma. You look at Zaniolo, he's he hasn't really He's been injured, really, I think. I think he's been injured. Yeah, but a lot. again injuries are class unless it's injuries, yeah, that, that that's true. But I think I watch Under now for Leicester. Obviously he's a bit part player at the moment. And I think sometimes I think, well, why do you get rid of him? But other times I think, well, you're not really starting for Leicester. Um, so it's an interesting, good question. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's that, that's that's definitely the case. Yeah, with with Under, it's it's one of these things where it's it's an interesting one because he'll go back to Roma and he's not playing for Leicester. So I'm really, it's a really strange one because he, he, I remember we were talking we done when we done the Leicester episode. Theo, he, he produced that magic assist uh, for Jamie Vardy, and it looked like it was going all well at the moment, but it's it's kind of gone downhill. So I'm not sure if he's fallen out with Rogers. Maybe that might be the case. Looking at the the goalkeeper Paul Lopez, I thought that was a good bit of business as well. He's 26. I'm really surprised at the age age of Paul Lopez. He's he's a top player. I think he was at Espanyol, I believe, when he was younger, and and I think he was at Tottenham. I think if I'm if I'm rightly uh, saying when he was younger, but when he was really young. Looking at the the players they've been linked with, there's there's one player that I'm going to ask Ronan about, and that's uh, Jeremy Frimpong from Celtic. Uh, Roma have been linked with him recently. Do do you think that that's a move that Roma should be going for, and and do you think that he will leave Celtic? Frimpong's a, a talented player, but he's got a lot of learning still to do. Watching him every week, he's got a lot to do defensively, and he seems to be a one trick pony. It's always the same thing that he does. But I have to admit. The last sort of month or so, Frimpong has looked a bit better, but he's still got a lot to learn. I think he Celtic will 100%. He will leave Celtic, but I don't think right now is the right time. I still think, because we only just signed him last season. So mm-hmm. yeah. I think in terms of Roma, if they went from now, if they came in for a, a decent enough bid, I don't see why Celtic would reject it. Mm-hmm. But... If we're talking about Frimpong, I think he should stay where he is at the moment and develop yeah. a bit more and then yeah. me because yeah. he's still got a lot to learn because he's only young, he's only 19. Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like almost like what um, happened with Tierney. Tierney broke on the scene and and he stayed. He bided his time at Celtic and and he's got that move to Arsenal. So yeah, maybe it's worth Frimpong maybe staying another one or two seasons at Celtic to to develop his game really. So yeah, that that's some good coverage. I'll feel just just to just to cover the last last point. Jeko, do you think he's obviously going to be there for another few seasons or what's your opinion on on the strikers? Because obviously Mayoral's a decent player, but is he really the man to lead that team forward in the future after Jeko? Who do you think that could maybe come in for Roma in, in the future. Do you see anyone in particular? Well, they had a good player in Patrick Schick. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were absolutely stupid in not giving him enough time. Yeah, uh, That was the ridiculous one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, for me personally, if they do go down this season, uh, Andrea Bellotti uh, from Torino is mm-hmm. is, a, is a goal scorer and he, he's a good shout as well. But I, I think what what's good about Roma this season, just looking at them, is all players chip in. So I think mm-hmm. Roma, if they try to replace Dzeko, they'll bring in a couple of players mm-hmm. um, rather than, than just one. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah, that, that, that's that's definitely the case. And and they should have really given Chick some more more time to come back after that. Really doing really well at Leipzig. And I don't know how he's getting on at uh, Leverkusen at the moment, but Leverkusen obviously flying high. So, and he's, well, yeah, you're saying he's doing really well at the moment, Theo. So, yeah. Definitely should have given him some more game time. We'll move on to the next club and I'll go back to Ronan for his next one. And that's Inter Milan, who are second at the moment. How's Inter getting on then, Ronan? 
Yeah, plodding along. I would say they've got a really talented squad, but I still think that they should be playing better than they are. And I know that sounds daft because they're only they're second, they're only one point behind the leaders. But I still think with the squad they've got, they should still be playing better. The results that they've been getting haven't been convincing enough. Mm. They've been two ones and one nils and things like that. And obviously, um, I think whether that again speak about I suppose I'll I'll talk about Conte first, Antonio Conte. I think he's under pressure this season. Actually, yeah. mm-hmm. I yeah. think especially with being knocked out of the Champions League as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have got second in that group stage or even first with the way Real Madrid finished the group anyway yeah they did mm-hmm. so they really underperformed Inter Milan mm-hmm. whether that's going to be a blessing in disguise now that they've, they can purely focus on the league I don't know but Conte's under pressure I don't think I think especially with Juventus not playing so well this season either if he doesn't get the league I think that he could potentially be in trouble he nearly didn't have a job this season it mm-hmm. took a wee while for them to to decide to stick with him or whether it was his decision or the board's, but it took a wee while, you know. But uh, going on to their players, I mean, the first one to start with is is, is Handanovic in goal. He's, he has been around for years. Yeah, he has been, yeah. <laughs> but still a fantastic goalkeeper. I mean, he's started every game in goal. We're just looking for his clean sheets here. I can't find it. Give me one second, He's clean sheets. He's got. He, he makes two point two saves per match. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's made one penalty save this season as well. But he's conceded seventeen goals, which mm-hmm. is quite a lot of goals actually. When yeah. there's only fourteen matches, mm-hmm. so that's something that they need to kind of sort out. As it is, Juventus. Uh, sorry, not Juventus. Inter Milan. Mm-hmm. I do want your opinion. Uh, your guys' opinion on. Yeah. Alessandro Bastoni. Now I think yeah. he has come into this team at 21 year old and mm-hmm. I think he's doing a great job along with obviously De Vrij and Skriniar who are two well-known yeah. experienced top quality centre-backs. Yeah. But Bastoni's just sort of came into the squad this season. What do you think? Yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll, I'll answer um, first for this one. I, I, I done, a, I think we done an earlier episode, I think, it was, I think it was me and Luca done an episode on the underrated players, and I mentioned De Fry. I think I, I picked De Fry out as one of the potential players. I think De Fry is a great player. I, I really rate him yeah. as a player, and Skriniar is a solid player. But when you look at De Fry and Skriniar, they're very similar in stats. So if they lost, for example, I, I think Skriniar has been linked with away to to Man City and and other clubs like that. If Skriniar left, I think Bastoni could step in so easily into that into that team, and along with someone like De Fry, Stefan De Fry, right next to him. I think Bastoni is a solid player, and it is only room to grow. Theo, I don't I don't know what your opinion is on on Bastoni then. Yeah, he's a good player, Bastoni. I think what's harming him, as you said, is he's not playing regularly. That's what's harming him at the moment. Um, if one of the lads were to leave, he would become a better player. But but he, him and um, I mean, they're, they're producing some good youngsters. Uh, him and Esposito. He's just with a manager that doesn't produce, that doesn't play young players. So, mm-hmm. but he's definitely one for the future. What I will say is he's been playing a bit more re- recently because. Conte's went to a back three, so all three of them are playing. So that's only going to right. do him good, especially mm-hmm. playing next to De Vrij and Skriniar, who I think are two top-class centre-backs. Mm-hmm. So he's only going to learn from them. Another player that I want to point out is Hakimi. 
he's just came in from Real Madrid. In my opinion, uh, again, in my opinion, apart from Trent Alexander-Arnold, he's the best right-back, sort of right-wing-back in the world. He was outstanding for Dortmund last season. Mm-hmm. And I think it was a huge mistake for Real Madrid to let him go because yeah. <laughs> Parvajal isn't getting any younger. Yeah. Um, who else have they got at right back? Um, I think they had another guy. They had Odrio Zola, but he's left now, I think. Um, so I'm trying to think who else. They've, I don't think they've got many other right backs. They must have one more that I'm, I'm forgetting, but I don't remember. But yeah. But I, huge I, mistake. Yeah, it was huge. a huge it was a huge mistake both from Real Madrid to let him go and for Dortmund not to get him. If, exactly. if Real Madrid were letting him go, why did Dortmund not able to get? Maybe it was his decision to maybe go to a different league. Maybe that was up to him and in not going to Dortmund because I'm sure Dortmund would have been in for him if Real Madrid were willing to obviously let him go. And maybe it was a buyback. I think maybe Real Madrid have a buyback on on Hakimi, so that might be another thing. So uh, maybe that that that's maybe where they're looking to that they'll go right. Well, we'll buy him back now. Uh, um, in a, in a couple of seasons, once Carvajal fully drops off, so yeah, maybe yeah. maybe that's what they've got in place because I think they've got that in place with Reggion as well at Tottenham. If Reggion yeah. kicks on as well, yeah. And then when you look at their midfield, I mean, I'll get your guys' opinion on one of them because uh, yeah. he's been flying this season. But Brozovic is solid; he's been there for years. He's yeah. good. You've also got um, Arturo Vidal, who's just came back, yeah. who again. Good player, box to box, solid player. Mm-hmm. For me, Nicolo Barella has been outstanding this season. Yes, yeah, yeah. What do you think of him, Theo? He's a great player, Barella. He's a great player. I'm a big fan of him. Um, I think from the moment they, they signed him and they paid very little for him from Torino. I think they paid 15, 20 million euros. Mm-hmm. So he's he's brilliant. Just the problem again is um is Conte. That's the problem. He seems to take him off. 60 minutes into a game, puts a lot of trust in him, but he doesn't He doesn't fully trust him. But they've got an awesome midfield. Yeah, Vecino yeah. as well. You've got to see Vecino and Vecino Gagliard. Vecino's a good player. Yeah, Vecino, Vecino hasn't even made an appearance this season. Yeah, he's, he's injured post- at the moment, so I don't know if that's yeah. maybe an injury. That's... Another one, they've got Raja Nainglin as well, who's not, yeah. really, he's yeah. not made a start. He's only been coming off the bench. Yeah. And then, at, what, I'm going to speak about Christian Eriksen in a minute, yeah. Yeah. but uh, Roberto uh, Gagliardino, he is I think he is went under the radar a bit in the sense of people don't realise how how well he's doing for Inter Milan right now he's playing he's pretty much started most matches uh, under Conte and I mean he's out of the whole team he's a player that's had the most man of the matches mm-hmm. in the whole the squad so I think he is is kind of looked underneath under a bit you know but going to Christian Eriksen Personally, I think he needs to get out of there. He's only made four starts this season. Inter Milan wasn't the right move for him. Definitely not. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the only place I see Christian Eriksen going, and, and this is because of something that's recently happened. I won't go into it too much because we don't know obviously the situation, but obviously the situation with Quincy Promes at Ajax, obviously we've heard that there is a potential that he could be going to jail. For, for an incident that's happened. So if Ajax are looking for a central attacking midfielder, I think he'll be welcomed in open arms as Christian Eriksen to return to Ajax. I think that's the best place he can go right now because I think the, the links to Arsenal, that's a huge mistake. I, I'm sorry, but that would be a huge mistake on, on his part. He needs to go to a place where he's loved and, and cherished as a player. And I think Ajax is, is the only place for him. I don't know what you think about that, Theo. Do you think that's the only place for, for Christian Eriksen to go now? 
Yeah, Ajax or or joining his old buddy Vertonghen at Benfica or something like that. Yeah, maybe he, he needs to play regularly. It's not it's not working for him. Bundesliga is not a bad shout to be yeah, honest. Yeah, I thought about Bundesliga, um, but I just thought maybe it's because it's a bit too fast paced. Like it's it's slightly fast faster paced than than Serie A, and I think Christian Eriksen likes time on the ball and likes having the ball at his feet and having time to to pick out a pass. So I think maybe Ajax went to Serie A. Because it's a lot slower in Italy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, seeing that he played in the Premier League for years and was at so one point yeah. he was absolutely he was one of the best. Yeah, he was one of the best attacking yeah. midfielders in the game. Right. No, you, it's it's a hard one, but wherever he needs to go somewhere, he needs to get out in Milan. Full yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. Um, only another couple of players I want to mention. Yeah. Obviously, Ashley Young, who surprisingly, like I don't rate him, but he's actually been doing okay at yeah. Milan. But I mean, personally, like that's who Conte goes for is he plays Ashley Young on the left. But personally, yeah. I think when you've got someone like Ivan Perisic, who's just won a Champions League with Bayern Munich, yeah, he should be playing every week. Yeah. And he does get game time, but I think he's been playing, he's been playing Sanchez quite a lot. Sanchez has made a kind of return. Sanchez as well. As yeah. Well, yeah. He's I think he's injured at the moment. But mm-hmm. yeah, him as well. He like so the Inter Milan have got a, a squad full of depth. They've got a good solid round squad so that's why I think that they should be doing better than yeah. they are as much as again as I say that it sounds a bit stupid because they're only a point behind yeah. and six points clear from third but mm-hmm. with the team they've got they should be doing better than they are yeah. and obviously the last two players that I'm going to mention is the, the connection up front Lukaku yeah. and Littoral Martinez mm-hmm. Lukaku has been outstanding this season 11 goals in 11 games Luturo Martinez has only got the six, but Luturo Martinez is getting you getting assists as well. But I think Lukaku going leaving Manchester United took a season to kind of settle in at Milan, and this season he's really came on and he's playing he's playing so well. It's the best I've seen Lukaku play since he was at Everton, I think. Yeah. Um, and Martinez I don't need to say yeah. much. He's a talent, and I think he'll actually. Go on and do bigger things. Yeah, and, do, do you, that's um, what I was going about to say. Do you, do you see Martinez? Where do you see Martinez going? Because I think he's been like Barcelona. Obviously, Barcelona having their their financial difficulties at the moment. But do you see any other clubs that could maybe maybe go for for someone like Martinez? Maybe a Manchester City. They they're looking obviously a replacement for Aguero in the future. Maybe Martinez could could maybe fill in there. Do you th- do you think there's any other clubs that you would suggest, Ronan? Well, I mean, again, like I know we said Barcelona, but. Benzema, as much as Benzema is great, he's not getting any younger. Mm-hmm. So Real Madrid might be in yeah, there. For, yeah, yeah. The only thing, the, the only reason I, I didn't say Real Madrid there is I think they'll be they're lining up Mbappe. I think they're lining yeah. up Mbappe. I think that's 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 the be end all, be end and end of be end and not all of um of Real Madrid. Really, I, I mucked that up. Sorry about that. I've completely mucked that up. But Mbappe's their their number one target for the next couple of seasons, and um, whether it be this summer or the next summer. Real Madrid are going for him. Theo, what's what's your opinion on on Martinez? Do you see him ending up anywhere in particular? Is there any clubs you could you could suggest? I mean, you'll, you'll probably find him going to, to either Spain or mm-hmm. somewhere like Man City. To be honest, I think he's been very poor this season. He's not hit the heights that he has, mm-hmm. um, especially in the Champions League as well. He, he's mm-hmm. not performed the way he should. I don't know if that's because Lukaku's um, been more the main guy. But I definitely think he needs to refine his form before he moves because right. I think he's got it a bit easier at um, Inter Milan mm-hmm. where he's not in the spotlight as much. But if he was to move, 
he would find himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Maybe maybe a move to, obviously, it's maybe out their price range, Atletico Madrid. Obviously, mm. if they can partner him with Joe Felix, that would be quite interesting. That would be quite interesting. Obviously, got Suarez at the moment, but maybe obviously Suarez is getting a bit older. That might be a decent move for someone like Atletico. That would be quite a, a decent tidy partnership up top so yeah that, that's a good way to to round up i think for inter milan I, lastly do we see conte making it to the end of the season guys what, what's your opinion ronan do you think he'll stay to the end of the season yeah i think so because at the moment they're right in there for the title yeah i think again like i think his job will be reviewed at the end of the season yeah along james pierlo yeah. i think uh, depending on unless it falls dramatically but you can see Inter getting it at least the top four but I think like they're in their contention for for the title so if they keep that up we'll see if he wins the title I think he'll he'll stay if he doesn't win the title I think he's gone mm-hmm. but I don't think that decision will be made until the end of the season yeah yeah and and Theo I presume you're on the uh, thinking the same there uh, that it'll be yeah, the end of the season. yeah definitely that's fine well, well we'll move on to the next team then guys and that's the next team is Napoli so yeah Napoli they're a good side they've got a, an interesting squad I've got to say and I've got to say they've got an interesting manager Gennaro Gattuso I've got to say I wrote Gennaro Gattuso off as a manager when he was at EC Milan I thought Gennaro Gattuso I thought oh they're just bringing back a legend Milan and they kind of were they were kind of bringing back that icon that figurehead and it wasn't the right move for for EC Milan obviously we've seen Pioli benefit after that but I think Gennaro Cattuso going to a club like Napoli, it, it just shows that he is a decent manager. That he has got a bit of pedigree to him. I've got to look at the players that they've brought in uh, or the players they've brought in the last few seasons, like say Victor Oshiman. I think he is a striker. He's a top player, obviously injured at the moment, but is, is, a, is a player for the future. 21 Nigerian, a very, very talented player indeed. I look at the rest of the squad. They've they've kept the likes of Koulibaly, which uh, personally is 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 a good thing for 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 Napoli. Um, obviously, they could they could make a decent profit on him if they sold him to a club, but and maybe reinvest that into the squad. But he, he is a solid player and is 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 the is the figurehead for their defence. I've been impressed by the the goalkeepers, Alex Merry, and he's been linked with Manchester United in the past. A, a solid player, a solid goalkeeper indeed. Looking at the likes of. Also, the, the full-backs. They've got a few few right-backs, uh, De Lorenzo, Highsage, and Malqui. Um, so they could probably, I think they'll sell Malqui out, out of those three. He's the oldest out of the three and, and probably the one that's getting the least game time. Uh, I think Highsage is their main main man at right-back. Um, but De Lorenzo is definitely good competition for him. The left-back, I think they could do with strengthening in. The likes of Mario Rui and uh, Gulam as well. I think they're good players, but definitely could be upgraded. Their, their midfield, Bakayoko, he's found his form again. He really has um, since leaving Chelsea. Um, obviously did really well at Milan on loan when his time was there, but he, he's found a home now, which is good. I, th- I think that's the, the positive thing for Bakayoko. He was, he was a solid player at Monaco, and I think we all know that he, he's got talent, and, and I think if he can be um, playing week in, week out for, for Napoli, it, it's only a good thing. But I've also got to say that I like the other two, uh, Demi and Labotka as well. Demi coming in from Leipzig and Labotka in from Celta Vigo, I believe. They're they're really solid players. The the other player that's obviously linked with Barcelona and Real Madrid and, and countless other places, Fabian Ruiz. Fabian Ruiz, a top player coming in from Betis a few years ago. I've got to say that he's a talented player at 24 and only growing. And I think after the Euros, if he has a great Euros for Spain, I think he'll be he'll be wanted by some of the top clubs in Europe, really even more so. 
I've, I'll, I'll, I'll cover the other couple of players. Obviously, Zelensky, great player as well. What else is there to say? It's all the player week in, week out produces the, the goods. Lorenzo Insigne, guys, the captain of the side. What's your, what's your opinion on Lorenzo Insigne? Do you think he's got much more left in him? Obviously, he's 29. He's getting older. What's your opinion, Theo, on, on, on Lorenzo Insigne? Yeah, Lorenzo Insigne is a, a, a legend um, mm-hmm. for, uh, for Napoli. He's been brilliant for them. He still pops up with moments of brilliance. Yeah. I think he's going to be a player who stays there for, for the majority of his career. Yeah. Um, again, as he's getting older, Serie A seems to be a place where older players do still yeah. produce. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely think he's got another couple of years in him easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and do you think that's the same with Dries Mertens then, Ronan? Do you think Dries Mertens, is, is, he's, he's a bit older, he's 33, but do you think he's still a major part of this of this Napoli side? Yeah, I still think he's got an influence. He's a great player, he's been a great player, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. ex- pretty much exactly what Theo said about Insigne, I agree about Mertens. Uh, yeah. They two, are st- as much as Mertens is a bit older, yeah, he they, they both do a good job for Napoli. Yeah. Mm-hmm, definitely, I, I've got to say that Mertens has been a. I've 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 really liked Mertens for a number of years. I thought could have maybe moved on and may, maybe gone to a different league. Maybe a new challenge would have would have suited him. Um, he was on. A, I think he was. He signed a new deal in the summer and maybe maybe could look for a move elsewhere. Would have been quite good for him maybe. But again, if if, home, if you found a home, then why leave? Then yeah, that's 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 fair enough. One player that's really um obviously had a better year this year and has, has started the season really well is Hervin Lozano, um the, the man himself. He's he came in from PSV Eindhoven um two seasons back and, and didn't had a season to to bed in. It, it took him a wee while. But do you think he's found his form now, Theo? Do you think that Lozano is the player we all knew and loved? Um the the, the young Mexican lad. Do you think he's a he's a he's a top player really, isn't he? Yeah, he's got all the raw attributes. Um, he, he's quick. He's, he's rapid, actually. It's just mm-hmm. been his, his end product. Um, yeah. And this year he's produced. Uh, I think he's happier. And I think a lot of credit has to go to Gattuso. I think mm-hmm. he's been fantastic for a lot of players this season. Um, so I'm, I'm glad to see Chucho Lozano at, at his best. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And, and Politano as well gives him some competition as well. So it, it makes uh, Chucho um, perform even better. So Politano is, again, a solid player to have in there. Um, the strikers as well, they've got um, Arkadisha Milik as well, along with Oshman, as we mentioned. Um, Milik, obviously, he's had injury problems over the past. Do you think that that that's hindered his career, Ronan Milik? Do you think that it's it's a shame that the way his career's gone, obviously, injuries, they're just a thing that you can't control. And, and if they're happening... Over mm-hmm. and over again, that it's it's only hindering his career, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, and that's what's held him back. Because I remember years ago when he was a uh, who was it? Was it was it was it Ajax or PSV? I think it was Ajax. I believe. I think it was Ajax. It was Ajax. Yeah. It was one of the Dutch teams, and I remember him coming through, and there was a, a massive rave about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember like Lewandowski was younger at the time as well, and at Poland they were thinking Lewandowski and Melik, this that's mm-hmm. an outstanding yeah. future. Poland up front but it's, and I do think that Melik is a good player no question but yeah his injuries have just really held him back to really mm-hmm. develop into that player that everyone thought he would be yeah yeah definitely um, and they've got other players Patania a decent solid player squad player and then Fernando Llorente as well an older player but is, is definitely can can produce goods when he when he needs to do you think and, and Theo we've talked about Koulibaly a lot but do you think that Koulibaly staying now or what's your opinion on that because if they sold him they could reinvest in the entire squad and, and really improve it further 
what, what's your opinion on on Koulibaly? Do you think it's he's going to be there for the long term now? No, I think this season just obviously because of the the pandemic and everything. Right. I think some clubs have been a bit a bit cautious. Um, mm-hmm. But I think coming up, maybe even in January um, or, or in the summer, I think one of the big teams will go in for him. I think twenty twenty one. Especially the summer transfer window is going to be quite a big reshaping from the clubs. Yeah, do you think that's going to be the case as well, Ronan? Do you think that uh, Koulibaly could could maybe make a move and and maybe that Napoli can reinvest in this squad even more so? Yeah, um, I think he's going to go in the summer. He's not the only problem is is he's he's now what age is he thirty? Yeah, about it's about so 29, 29. Yeah, twenty nine. You're only going to get four seasons out of him, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But saying that, this is when you hit twenty nine thirty. That's when a centre backs and and they're prime in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, I, he was almost at Man City, wasn't he? And yeah, then yeah. Broke down because Napoli said something about the other deal with Jorginho before Chelsea, right. and <laughs> Man City kind of made a promise verbally and then pulled out. So there was problems. So I think he was almost at Man City right. uh, this season, but and then Man City obviously got Ruben Diaz, but. Um, yeah, Koulibaly though, you take he's a an outstanding player, yeah. one of the best backs in the world. But where where he goes, I don't know. A lot of clubs will be in for him anyway. I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to be the case. Anyway, that's 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 some good coverage of Napoli. I'll I'll, I'll get your boys' opinion just on quickly on good good too. So, do you think he's turned it around now in his managerial career? field? do you think that he's established himself as a as a solid coach and and a manager of of Napoli as well? Oh yeah, they won the the cup last season. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The players love him. He's a good manager. He mm-hmm. is definitely one um, for the future to take a top club and, and really build a team. He's a great manager. Yeah. Do you think maybe the Milan job came too too quickly for for himself? Possibly, um, but I still think he did a reasonably decent job at Milan, uh, mm-hmm. considering what's happened. It's only really been Pioli who's really done exceptional and that mm-hmm. maybe could be down to Ibrahimovic being there as well mm-hmm. yeah. um, but, but I like him Yeah and what's your opinion on Gattuso then Ronan do you think he's he's a manager for the future as, as Theo said Yeah I think I, get, I think Italy seem to be doing that as well really this, that sort of generation of players you've got Gattuso mm-hmm. and I think obviously Theo's going to go into talk about Inzaghi mm-hmm. uh, and things like that so like I think these these Italian managers at that age they're all they're all starting to come through into the Serie A um, but yeah I think Gattuso like you're saying about AC Milan I think there's been a lot of problems with the board as well at AC Milan Yeah, uh, and I think that could be an, another reason Milan have been a, a struggling team for years up until mm-hmm. this season so whether he was treated harshly I don't know but what he's doing at Napoli like he's, he's doing a good job at the moment so mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's, that's some good coverage, I think, of, of Napoli. A, a good way to end it there. Um, moving on to your next team then, Theo, and that's Lazio um, and an Inzaghi team. Um, I'll let you kick off with Lazio then. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, um, I'll, I'll talk about Lazio. A bit disappointing how last season ended. Um, they started fantastic. They were really within a shot mm-hmm. to win the title and uh, unfortunately they, they crumbled towards the end but they've got a good team they've not had the best start to Serie A this season but mm. they've got a few games in hand I believe um, mm-hmm. and also they're, they're, they're in the Champions League and they're, they're, they're a dangerous team on their day Lazio yeah. so the, the, the potential to 
to do something decent this season is yeah. is is definitely they, up they, there. They've they've got a tough tie against Bayern Munich, isn't it? In the they, next they do have a tough Champions tie, but um, they've got they've got the players to to, to really push them. They've got a decent goalkeeper yeah. in Thomas Strakosha. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's a young lad. He, he's a yeah. he's a good goalkeeper. A Serbi at the back, mm-hmm. solid centre back. Um, I like the look of him. Uh, squad depth defensively is not very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they will struggle a bit come the end of the season, but they've got players who put in a shift like Radu, etc. The mm-hmm. midfield is where it comes alive for, for Lazio. Yeah. Arguably one of the most polished midfields in Serie A. Milinkovic, Savic, I mean, mm-hmm. the general's a fantastic player. Yeah. Luis Alberto, he's come a long way since his Liverpool days. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wingers as well. I'm a big fan of uh, Manuel Lazari. I think his mm-hmm. pace yeah. is, is fantastic. He's a good player. And they've also got Andreas Pereira. Obviously, yeah. Man United, he's, he's a decent player too. Yeah. But the main players for, for Lazio were up front. Mm-hmm. Joaquin Carrera. Uh, yeah. Correa, sorry. Correa. I watched him when he was at Sevilla. Uh, frighteningly good player. Mm-hmm. And then one of the best strikers in the world, Chiro yeah. Mobile. I think he's the most underrated strikers in the world. Really is. Uh, he's up there with, obviously, we were talking about um, Ibrahimovic being underrated as well and undervalued. But Chiro Mobile, he's just done it year and year out. He's Is it three or four years he's hit over 20 goals, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's yeah. a monster of a player, Mobile. <laughs> yeah. Can I just ask you something like this, just on Mobile for a second? I'm just interested, Theo. He's been doing so well for Lazio. Why did it not work out from that season at Dortmund? Yeah, Dortmund and Sevilla as well. Different leagues. Um, and also, he, he wasn't the star at Lazio. The team's kind of been built around him. He's captain, mm-hmm. he's leader. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's Italian as well. So I guess maybe he just couldn't He couldn't do it. He couldn't hack it. Uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's strange, though, because he's a great striker. And every time I watch him, I think, why are you at Lazio? Um, but but yeah, great great attacker. Um, squad depth is in general it's okay. They've got a, kind of an old squad, but mm. they'll do something decent this season. Um, Inzaghi's a good manager. Mm-hmm. Um, I, he's had the, a lot of chances this uh, of, the, of his spell at Lazio. Obviously, they won the Italian Cup a couple of seasons ago, mm-hmm. but the way they crumbled after. Um, the winter break last season was a bit alarming. So I do think he's coming to the end of his spell at Lazio. But right. but yeah, a good team, Lazio. Yeah, and they're eighth at the moment, which isn't probably where they want to be. They want to be in the top six. I think Lazio always kind of want to challenge. The, but they, again, they're not too far off. Um, only five points off the... Well, actually, three points off the top six um, where Juve are on 24. Um, and only... Yeah, they're they're not too far off the top four, really. Only five points off the top four, so definitely could could break into that um, this season. Um, so yeah, yeah d- decent coverage there, Theo. Ronan, what's your opinion on on Inzaghi himself? Yeah, again, um, similar to sort of Gattuso, mm-hmm. um, that same kind of generation of player coming mm-hmm. into the coming into the managing sort mm-hmm. of role now. Um, yeah, he's. I think. He's a he's a good manager. Um, mm-hmm. Last season, especially like the start of the season, they were flying in the Serie A. Yeah, they, they did well. Like up until the winter break, I agree with you. Up mm-hmm. until the winter break, they were doing really well. So there's signs that they can be that he does have great yeah. things. But again, the fall as well. So yeah, again, I think again, we'll see how he gets on this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, definitely going to be the case. Yeah, that, that that's some good coverage of Lazio. I think 
they're a club that, as Theo said, an older club. So it'll be interesting to see um, how they develop in the next couple of years from from their older players. Um, but if they've got a man like Chiro Mobley firing in the goals, then that's all they really need up top, a, a man that does that. And yeah, a Mobley one of the un- most underrated strikers um, in world football, really. Um, so moving on to the next team, and that's into your next team, Ronan. That's Fiorentina, I believe. So I'll let you kick it off with them. Yeah, so Fiorentina, um, they're struggling. They're sitting 14th in the table just now, four yeah. points, 18th uh, in relegation zone. Mm-hmm. So that's not a lot of points. They seem to be they seem to be struggling. Uh, they're getting an awful lot of draws. They seem to be struggling to score goals. They didn't. They weren't struggling to score goals in the first the, the sort of first few games of the season. They were put, scoring three goals, two or three goals a game. But mm-hmm. it seems to be they're not scoring at all, or they're only scoring one up until Juventus, and they go and they get a three 0 away win against Juventus. So that could be a turning point for Fiorentina. But yeah, they've got some decent players in their squad. Um, mm-hmm. You look at, for a start, their goalkeeper, Dragowski, who's mm-hmm. who has been linked with lots of clubs in the past. He, and he's only young. He's only 23. I think he'll leave Fiorentina at one point. I think he's a really good goalkeeper. I think he's uh, looked over a lot, but I think he's very talented and I can see him signing for a bigger club. Um, another player they've got, uh, who is is young as well and talented in my opinion is uh, Nikola Milinkovic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he's a, a centre back that plays for Fiorentina and he's he looks like he's got a lot of potential too. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Playing with uh, yeah Serbia, isn't it? He's yeah, a he's, played, he's a Serbian lad. Yeah, uh, it's, he, he's playing alongside uh, Quarta as well. Lucas Martinez Quarta, who came in from the the Argentinian league. Um, I've got to say, they, those two, yeah, they're 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 growing centre backs, and they've got a lot of potential on them to be a, a solid partnership at the at the back for the, for Fiorentina. Yeah, definitely. And then they've got other players as well in the midfield who we we know we've heard of them, the likes of Amrabat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he seems to be. In there, and also um, Bonaventura, who just mm-hmm. recently left AC Milan. And I think yeah. he's a good player to have in the squad. Thirty-one, mm-hmm. experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, he's your kind of gives you your your seven, eight out of ten every week. Um, another player they brought in, but isn't actually doing very well, is Jose Callahan, who used mm-hmm. to play for Napoli. Yeah, who mm-hmm. he's thirty-three now, but. Mm-hmm. I thought it would have a more of an influence on Fiorentina than he has had, especially yeah. with I play for the years that he did in the team that he played with. So they've got him as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another player. Is, like, there a, is, there, is there a reason why Calhoun's failing then? I don't know. Feel do you know much about him as well? He doesn't seem to be getting many games. That right. seems to be a problem. I don't know if you know any more on that deal. No, no. Um... Uh, I know we obviously signed for, for them, and it was a big signing. But um, there's, I think he's, there's talk actually of him going back to, um, to actually moving from Fiorentina as well. I was reading mm. uh, just when I was looking at Milan actually. Yeah. Um, I just maybe it can be the manager, maybe just the class of interest or something. But it's interesting, good player. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, another exciting player that they've got who plays for Chile. Uh, well, Fiorentina and he's from Chile as well. Is Eric Pulgar? Mm-hmm. He's a good player. Um, he's been playing. He's been playing really well for Fiorentina. Probably mm-hmm. the the player that's standing out the most at the moment. 
So there's a chance that he could maybe get a move at some point as well because he's, he's performing very well for Fiorentina at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you look at their forwards. Um, the first one up, who I think, is, I just, I don't know what's happened. They, they brought in Patrick Catron mm-hmm. uh, from, from Wales, who was recently at AC Milan as well. And he's not made a single start for Fiorentina. Uh, every appearance has been off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, they've, obvi- they've also got, the, the last two players that I want to mention, mm-hmm. uh, I'll go to the sort of youngster first, yep. is uh, Dusan Vlahovic. Now, mm-hmm. he is a striker. He's only 20. He's only scored four goals this season, but he looks exciting. Um, mm-hmm. He seems to be carrying the team to an extent uh, this season. Uh, he's a top goal scorer for them. He's only got mm-hmm. four goals, but uh, he seems to look out for him, listen for that name, because he's only 20. He's, right. again, Serbian. Mm-hmm. Um, but the big talking point for Fiorentina is obviously Frank Ribery. Mm-hmm. Um, he's... Uh, he's playing well as as well at the moment for Fiorentina. Can I just he's sitting on three goal uh, three assists. Sorry, at the moment uh, he's not scoring a lot of goals, but just being there and being the player that he was, he'll have an influence on that team. Definitely, uh, definitely. So in terms of Fiorentina, I think they are the the they they look like they're in trouble at the moment because they're only four points off relegation. Mm-hmm. But they were only one point off and then they beat Juventus 3-0 away from home. So that might be a turning point for Fiorentina. But Fiorentina are too good a team to go down. They're a mid-table team. Yeah, they're Uh, they're a mid-table team, definitely. As well. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much all I've got on on Fiorentina. Yeah. The the last player I was going to just mention, I thought you were going to mention him there when you mentioned the young striker and and you mentioned the other lad at don't know, don't know how to say his name, so I'm not going to attempt it. Um, but the other lad that's there, Christian Kwame, um, as yep. well. I, I do like Christian Kwame. He was at Genoa, um, as a youngster, and he, he's played a lot of game time. Yeah, 13 games, one goal, but he needs to start scoring more goals for them. Um, but he came in for Genoa from Genoa for nine million uh, to Fiorentina. So hopefully he can find a bit of form soon because it's his first year. Hopefully maybe he settles in a bit more and, and finds a bit of game time. Theo, I don't know. Do you know much about Kwame? Much. No, I can't say I've ever heard of him. Uh, right. Jordan. Right. Oh, no, that's fine. No problem. That's fine. Oh, well, that's 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 fair enough. Um, yeah, I I think he's a a decent player and hopefully has has got a lot of potential in the game. Um, so yeah, that that's that's decent coverage. Um, so where do you think they're going to finish then, Ronan? Do you think they're going to finish mid table then? Um, yeah, like they they're good. They should be good enough to do it. They they really their biggest problem seems to be not scoring goals. The fact that um, their second top goal scorer is a centre back and Milinkovic says mm-hmm. that they're struggling to score goals. Yeah. So if they can start to score goals, I think they'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that win against Juventus away from home three 0 It's not just a win; it's a big win. It's three yeah. 0 away from home. That might be a wee turning point for them to give them a bit a bit of a boost. But yeah, yeah they should they should have enough to to not go down anyway yeah well we'll cover we're going to cover a couple more teams before we decide our top eight um so we'll we'll cover the next two teams and then we'll talk about maybe the mid-table teams like Fiorentina in a bit so the next team we're moving on to is Sassuolo um Sassuolo having a great year fourth in the league at the moment doing really well um a talent squad I've got to say and I've got to be 
it's got to be said they're 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 outperforming um uh, as a team. I think they're really showing their stuff. Uh, they were a mid-table team and now they're really coming into their own. Uh, Consigliere goals a really solid goalkeeper. Um, had a lot of promise over the, the last few years and is is an older figurehead, but is a solid player nonetheless. Um, at centre back they've got the likes of Ayan and um, the the. The Turkish and German centre back. They've got Marlon, Brazilian lad. They've got Vlad Chiriches, who gives a bit of experience. Obviously, been at Napoli before, and um, so being a and Tottenham Hotspur, so being a, a, a top level centre back. Um, Rogerio as well, the left back. He's a solid player, got a lot of potential uh, on his hands. He's 22. Um, I look at the right back. You, you'll know a bit about this guy, De- Jeremy Tolian. <laughs> um, Jeremy Tolian. Uh, do you think Jeremy Tolian? He, he was at Celtic before. Do you think he's now found a home at, at Sassuolo? Potentially, uh, yeah. He didn't really get much game time at Celtic, so yeah. didn't see much of him. But mm-hmm. what we did see of him, he didn't seem like a terrible player. Um, mm. I, I can't really comment because I've not seen a lot of Tolian. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've only seen. Bits and bobs of him because he didn't mm. get much game time at Celtic. I just, I just remember him getting skinned against PSG's wingers. I just remember that. That's all <laughs> I remember from him. But he's not. Um, I didn't ever think he was a bad player. So maybe if he's if he's starting to find his feet at Sassuolo, then then mm. potentially yeah, he wasn't. I didn't ever think he was a bad player. Mm, yeah, um, me and Theo have talked about Locatelli before. Locatelli, a solid player. Um, we said Leicester should be maybe targeting him as a as an option. Um, I look at the other players. Um, Mag Maginali, um, he's the captain. He's a bit older, but he's thirty six. So maybe passing the armband on to someone else, maybe like a Locatelli in the future would be quite good. Um, he can maybe learn from him. Uh, both playing in the similar positions. Pedro Obiang, uh, Theo, he was at West Ham before. Um, do you think he's he's a decent player for for Sassuolo? Yeah, yeah, he was, he was actually all right at West Ham, actually. Yeah. Uh, he just, again, he played in a team which had too many Pedro Obiangs, obviously, with mm-hmm. Chicoyate, uh, etc. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, good good player for Serie A. Yeah, and uh, the other boy is Jeremy Boga as well. He's a he's a solid winger as well, a really talented player. Um, I don't know if you've watched much of him, boys. Uh, Jeremy Boga, do you think he's he's maybe ready for a move to, to a bigger club? I uh, watched Jeremy Boga when he was at Blues. Uh, mm-hmm. He was at Birmingham yeah. for a loan season a couple yeah. of seasons ago, mm-hmm. and he had all this the qualities. It's just he his end product this season. Mm-hmm. His end product's been there, especially yeah. last season as well. That goal he scored against Buffon at the mm-hmm. the uh, Allianz Arena last last year was fantastic. So yeah. I think a move back to Chelsea would be nice for him actually. Mm, that's 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 an interesting shout there, Ronan. What's your opinion of of Jeremy Boga? Yeah, same as um, Theo. He, he's you can see that he's a talent. He's just his end product sometimes is quite poor. But he's one thing he, he is so fast. Mm-hmm. He's so fast. Like I've not seen players as like that are as fast as him before. There obviously is, but I mean I've not seen in the flesh players as fast as him. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the case. He, he's he's a he's a really quick player, uh, very pacey indeed. Um, looking at the other players we mentioned, um, Domenico Berardi for a team like Everton, they should be targeting a, a player like him. He's been fantastic. He he really um had a great season last year. I think he hit over ten goals um and at least a, near enough ten assists. Uh, I don't know if it was around about that, but it was a it was a decent number. Um, and he's really their supply line to swallow, and I think that's the reason they're doing so well is him and Caputo up top as well. Caputo he's an older striker but um is a he's a solid player, gets gets a decent amount of goals, um, produces 
produces moments for them. He's played nine games a season, six goals and four assists. So as a as a solid player, producing the goods for for a team like Sassuolo. Um, so yeah, that that's my opinion of of Sassuolo. I think they're a solid team, and I would definitely like to see them break into the top four, especially if it meant Juventus um, aren't aren't getting in there. So it would be it would be a great story for if teams like Sassuolo were 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 being ahead or getting ahead of of a team like Juventus spending the money the money they do so yeah that, that's that's the coverage of them Theo I'll move on to your last top eight team and that's Atalanta um yeah the, the, probably everyone's favorite second team yeah the boys um, from Bergamo the boys from Bergamo boys from Bergamo yeah the, the last season was incredible mm-hmm. the amount of goals they scored they were so exciting to watch. They almost got to the Champions League semi-final. They were a joy to watch, absolutely joy. Gasparini, what a manager! Yeah, uh, what a manager. This season they're having their, as expected, a little bit of a decline, and you know, it's what you expect. They, they've really done well over the past couple of years. That they're a small club as well, so what they've achieved is the equivalent of what Hoffenheim achieved in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, so respect to Atlanta big time obviously some of the players they've got in their squad well known we'll have to start with Papi Gomez Alejandro Gomez what a yeah. servant of the Papi club Gomez. easily one of the best players in the league mm-hmm. yet yeah, he's so loyal to Atlanta uh, an absolute legend mm-hmm. Josip Ilicic he's had yeah. two problems in his personal life um, mm-hmm. this year right. but last season the, the guy was a joke absolutely incredible but what I like about Gasparini a lot is what he does to again Mike Fonseca what he does to players who were cast aside what he's done to Luis Muriel mm-hmm. um, Mario Pasalic uh, incredible Zapata, Muriel can't Duvan Zapata as well Duvan Zapata they can't stop uh, they can't stop scoring uh, shout out as well for um, Christian Romero he's a really uh, he's 22 years of age a good centre-back on the go there. Um, he, he looks a really good player. Um, and I like the signings they've made this uh, this summer. They obviously brought in Johan Mahika from, I think it was Girona. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexi Miranchuk from mm-hmm. Lokomotiv. I think he's a very, very good player. Um, and I'm excited to see what they can do again this season. I think they've got some really good players. Obviously, they lost Timothy Castagna mm-hmm. in the summer to Leicester, which was, which was tough. But they've still got Great players in there. Yeah, Robin Gosson. Robin Gosson's on the way. Robin Gosson's Hans Hatterbor, uh, mm-hmm. Martin Darun. I mean, who who would have thought he would have? Yeah, come up to do What he did after yeah. Middlesbrough. Yeah, um, Martin Darun. But they're losing um, Ahmad uh, Diallo, Diallo in, yeah, in to Man United next week, mm-hmm. um, which is which is tough. But Atlanta will replace him, no problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. They, they they will replace him. They they always do. Um, Majika as well. I like the left back Majika. I think he's a solid player. Um, and as you mentioned, Christian Romero, what a player he is, and what a potential he's got. Um, to be to be a real top player for for Argentina as well as Atalanta. So yeah, so that's some good coverage, I think. And as you mentioned, Gasparini, he should be in a top job. Like I could see someone like Juventus should maybe take a gamble on him if if they decide to get rid of Pirlo because. Yeah, Gasparini, he's a top manager. He really is. And uh, even though he's an older figurehead, he's he's just, he brings out the best in, in older players as well as, as, as young talents like Diallo, Romero um, and, and, and and the likes. Um, so, yeah, I, I think Gasparini, what a manager he is. So what, what we'll do, guys, is we'll we'll put our uh, teams one to eight of, 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 of our top eights. We've covered most of the top eight teams at the moment. Um, so who do we think are, is going to come eighth in the league? Do we think um, maybe... Do we think that Lazio obviously is, is holding that position at the moment? Do you think they're going to finish above their guys? What, what, what's your opinions on on eighth spot for, for Serie A? 
I, I think personally, Lazio won't end up finishing there. Right. Um, I think maybe uh, Atalanta this year. Atalanta this year, yeah, yeah. Would you would you be in agreement with that, Ronan? Do you think Atalanta to finish eighth, or who who do you think might come eighth? Um, the teams we've discussed. I don't know. Like, the, the team that you would think would finish eighth in the top the top eight right now is Sassuolo, but yeah, Sassuolo. They're, they're flying. Mm-hmm. So they could if they keep that form, they they won't. Um, I I think Lazio might finish eighth. If I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Mm, um, they've got a talented squad, but if they, they've no, they didn't, they've not had the start that they had last season, mm-hmm. and I think that's why Inzaghi is in a job right now mm. because he's not had that start yeah. um, that he had last season. When mm. the drop happened, he had that cushion because he had such mm-hmm. a good start. So yeah. we'll see. But I'm going to go with Lazio. Wait. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm willing to agree with you there. I think Lazio could finish eighth. I, I think Atalanta has got a good squad as well. I think it's going to be. I think we we'll put Lazio eighth, Atalanta seventh. I think that's quite that's quite a fair reflection. Um, I think that's where they're sitting at the moment. Anyway, they, them two teams. So I think I'm willing to to go for that. Yeah, Lazio and Atalanta, um, in them positions. So in in sixth spot, um, is is. Maybe a swallow. Do we think it's a swallow? Um, we're going to finish there. Do we think that's that's going to be where they finish this season? Yeah, yeah. I think that's that that's fair to say. Um, so onto the top five. Do we think fifth? Do we think Roma, Juve? What, what's our opinions on 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 fifth spot, boys? Do you think there's going to be a drop off some for some teams? I think Napoli will finish fifth. Napoli to finish fifth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Napoli too. I yeah. think it's between. Playing Roma because I do think Juventus will get top three. I do yeah. think that mm-hmm. they'll, they'll they'll be able to manage it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's that's fair enough. Uh, it'd be hilarious if Juve finished outside the top four. That would, that would be pretty funny. Um, but yeah, let, 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 let's be a bit serious about it. We don't think they're well. So Napoli fifth. So do we think Roma fourth or, or Juve then? We're, we're saying top three. Do you think? Because I think Roma, the Roma Milan fourth. teams will be top top two. I think. So yeah, so, Roma will go fourth as well. I Roma fourth, and then Juve. Third, and then for our top two, what Milan club's going to win the league, boys? What what we call them? I would love AC Milan to do it. I would love them to do it. Mm-hmm. It's whether they can keep it going. Yeah. But if they don't keep it going, like Inter Milan, have got a better squad than mm. AC Milan. Yeah. So it's so tight. Do, do, do we go for a heart, guys? Or do we go for a head? That's the question. I'm I'm going to wait. I'm going to go for AC Milan. I'm going yeah. for it. Yeah, Theo, what, what's your opinion on that? Into Milan. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. Milan are getting a bit lucky at the moment, um, right. and, and Conte is a winner, so right. it's hard okay. to look past Inter Milan. Right. Mm, it is hard, but I've got I've got an allegiance to AC since ever since I went to the, went to see them. Um, I think I've got to go for AC is is to win the league. I, I I would love to see it. I think I think I would love love to, that to happen. I don't know if Theo would would you love to see AC Milan win the league? Then what what's your opinion? Oh yeah, of course. I've lo- I'm, I'm... Big fan of AC Milan. It's just I think Inter Milan will win it. That's all. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's fine. I think we'll go for AC to top finish. I think just because the heart says more than the head. I think let's go for the heart for for the top spot. So we'll go Inter second and AC in top spot. So that's fine. We'll move on to the next few teams. We'll be quick about these ones, guys, because we're less lesser known teams. Um, obviously we've we've kept you quite a long time on this pod, but it's been a great dis- discussion. We've we've really enjoyed talking about it. But we'll move on to the next team. And yeah, Ronan, you're up with your next team. So who have you got? 
I have Cal- Cagliari. Cagliari. So, um, they've got a few good players. They're sitting 15th in the table mm-hmm. uh, on the same points as Fiorentina, 14, mm-hmm. four off relegation. Yeah. Uh, results, again, similar to Fiorentina. They're, they're struggling to score. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always draws or losses. They're not really getting a lot of wins. But you look at their team, they've actually got a few decent players. Um, Alessio Cragno in goals. He's he's only twenty six. He's a he's a good goal. Like he's your average sort of decent goalkeeper. Um, he's not done much wrong this season. Um, another player like the, the big talking point, I suppose, mm-hmm. with Cagliari is Diego Godin. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. He's came in and he's experienced. He, he seems to be one of the best players at the moment as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, for Cagliari um, he's come in got his experience and he's partnered with Ragnar Klavan who used to play with Liverpool so mm-hmm. they're both 34 and 35 <laughs> Theo, loves, Theo loves Ragnar Klavan I'll tell you that Theo loves Ragnar Klavan <laughs> so they're both uh, both good centre-backs but they're coming to the end of their careers but mm-hmm. it's enough for the, for Cagliari to stay up I would say um, in terms of other players uh, Nandez, he's a good player in the yeah. middle, the mm-hmm. Uruguayan boy. Like Nandes, he, yeah. He's good. Marco Rog as well, another good player. Yeah. Uh, this one will make you laugh, but Dirk Cout, the old Liverpool player, is still currently playing with Cagliari. He's 40. You sure? Is he? 40. No yeah. way. No way. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. I what? thought I'd put that one in. He, he doesn't play much, but he, uh, he came off the bench and. Uh, oh, no. I, I've messed up. I think you're messing up here, Paul. I'm just <laughs> like, thinking, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, are you thinking cop? No. No. What looked at here? I think he used to pay, play for Cagliari. Oh, right. okay. I was <laughs> like, what? I was like, that guy's still playing. What but, are you out of it? I was <laughs> like, on a flight to Italy, man. <laughs> but, but, Legend. But it's football critic that's messed right. up there. Oh, see, but that's must mess up. that bit out. Um, another player that's <laughs> no, I think we're, we're, we're going to have to keep that in, Ronan. We're going to have to keep that in. Dirk Couch play for, for, for... He is still playing, but with Feyenoord. Ah. <laughs> um, sorry, um, yeah, Gaston Pereiro as well. Now, he's a player, he used to play for PSV, and I, I rate him as a player. He's a good player, but he's not getting much game time just now either. Mm-hmm. Um, other players... Uh, a player that I think is quite talented, uh, but again, he needs to start performing is Adam Yunus. Yeah, yeah. An Algerian player. He's, yeah. he's a good player um, and he seems to, he's just not finding form at all, but I do think there's a talent in him. Uh, they've also got, the, this, the player that seems to be carrying them at the moment is João Pedro Galva. Yeah, so he... He's got eight goals this season and two assists. Yeah. So he's the captain of, of, of the team. So yeah. he's flying at the moment for them. He's the one that's carrying them. And that's probably why they're not yeah. in a relegation battle at the moment. Uh, so he's he's playing pretty well. Yeah. But I get the big another big talking point for Cagliari is obviously Giovanni Simeone, Simeone. the son yeah. of Diego. <laughs> uh, again, he's second top goal scorer with five goals so mm-hmm. he's scoring goals he's a decent player yeah. so if him and Jao Pedro can keep getting the goals and Godin and Clavan can hold it at the back mm-hmm. I think they'll be okay 
Yeah, I'll go to Theo Giovanni Simeone. He's been a bit of a disappointment uh, last few seasons. He's not really hit the heights as what we thought he could do when he was younger. Um, what, what's your opinion on Simeone? Do you think he's the right man to lead Cagliari as a, as a team, as, as the main number nine? Yeah, he's a mid-table uh, forward, playing mm-hmm. for a mid-table club. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he, he had the promise, but he hasn't lived up to it. He's still he's a good hit- player. Never hit the heights of his dad, um, is Diego. I love that man. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. No, that's that's going to be the case. But yeah, I think they've got a decent squad. They've got some decent players, as you mentioned. Godin is a leader. Um, Nandez, I've, I've liked Nandez for a few years. And Joe Pedro, I think Joe Pedro might get a move um, to a bigger club, obviously, performing really well for for uh, Cagliari. Um, so I think he's, he's, a, he's a solid player and, and looks like he could maybe make a move in the future. Um, so yeah, where do we think they're going to finish, boys? Do you think we're going to put? We'll, we'll we'll put them in Fiorentina. Let's 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 choose because we didn't mention fi- where we're going to put Fiorentina. Do we think? Where do you think they're going to finish, Ronan, um, Cagliari, and Fiorentina? Um, Fiorentina, I think, should do better than fourteenth. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they should be sort of eleventh, twelfth, twelfth, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, Cagliari, I can see them finishing round about where they are at the moment, mm-hmm. so 14 to 15. Yeah, yeah. Theo, would you be in agreement with that? Fiorentina yeah. to put them about 12th, and then and then Cagliari 15th or four, where were we saying 15th or 14th? Where yeah, probably 14th for 14th. Cagliari, yeah. That's fine. So Fiorentina in 12th, and then we've got Cagliari in 14th. That's good. Yeah, they've they've really lost obviously since uh, Nangolan um was on loan um with them last season, so they've really lost something with him as well. So it's a shame for Cagliari because if he's not playing for Inter Milan, why is he? Why, why did um, Cagliari not? Why did Inter not let him go back? I think that would have been a good place for him to go, maybe um uh, Nangolan uh, to finish to finish his career maybe at Cagliari. Um, so moving on to the next team, my next team, Hellas Verona. Um, Hellas Verona, they've been an up and down team, a team that have been in this area a number of times, um, but have been, yeah, again, as I said, um, up and down the leagues. They've got some decent players. I like their goalkeeper, Silvestri. I think he's a solid player. Um, I've looked at the other players. The defenders have been performing decent. Lovato, Gunter um, and Setin as well. They've performed really well. Um, a player that's really been stepping up is DeMarco. The left back, um, Francesco De Marco, he's on loan from Inter Milan, um, uh, and I think a lot of teams should be uh, looking maybe taking him, um, maybe mid, upper mid table teams, um, maybe Asasuola might maybe want to take a gamble on someone like him, uh, would be a, would be a decent option for for in the summer. Um, they've got Miguel Veloso as their captain. Uh, Ronan, do you, do you know much about obviously Miguel Veloso? He's been um, at teams like Porto in the past. He's he's been a solid player for for a lot of teams in the past. Do you do you still think he's a a key player to them as as the captain? Obviously, yeah. Um, he's a, a good, well-rounded player. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got good experience. Played with sort of big clubs in the past. So yeah, like I, I don't. He'll not be doing. He'll not be doing them any harm at all. He, he's probably one of their best players. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I also like Ronaldo Vieira as well. Obviously, got the name yeah. Ronaldo, which is interesting. But he was at Leeds. I remember seeing him. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah, Vieira is a good player. He's, yeah, he's, he's slick. He's yeah, he was. At, he was at Sampdoria. I don't know if he's joined fully Hellas Verona uh, permanently, but he was at Sampdoria when he was young. Um, obviously, they took him from Leeds, and he's now at Verona. So, um, he's not getting much game time, but which is a shame. 
Um, hopefully he can find game time somewhere because uh, he's, he's a solid player. Maybe go back to the championship, maybe back to English Shores would be good for him um, to, to get some more game time. I like Zach and Nagy. Um, he's been playing really well. Matthias Zakagny, I think that's how you say I'm sorry about the pronunciation there. Um, but 14 appearances this season, three goals and four assists. Um, a solid centre attacking fielder. Um, very good player indeed. Um, yeah, so all round, I think they're they're a decent squad. Um, I also got to say that I really do like um, all up top. Uh, uh, they've not got many strikers, but Salcedo is a young player, young um both Colombian and Italian, 19 years old. Um, hopefully he's able to take the reins because they've had uh, Nico Kalinic up top, um, a player that's really been all over the place. Like he's been AC Milan, Atletico Madrid, um, Blackburn when he was younger, uh, countless other teams. And Kalinic, he's, he's just a mixture of injuries and poor form. It's it's never been good for him. So uh, it's it's a shame he's injured at the moment and it's it's quite a shame. So um, I personally think that they do need to strengthen up front, but Salcedo, he's a, he's a, he's a decent young player coming through um, in their team. So I think Hellas Verona at the moment, they're doing better at the moment. They're ninth in the league. So I think they're going to be around about, I think maybe 11th. I think that's a, a place to put them. I don't know if you boys agree. Hellas Verona, 11th. Do you think that's a good place to, to put them? Yeah, it sounds, sounds yeah. good to me. That's yeah, fine. that's fine. No problem. So we'll put them there. Uh, Theo, I'll let you move on to your next team then. Yeah, so mine, it's, uh, it's not really uh, in fitting with, with the league table, um, but it's Torino. Um, what an absolutely horrendous season they've had so far. And it, it's, it's horrible because they are a, a club that, They've had a lot of tragedy that's happened uh, in mm-hmm. their past. If you read about uh, Torino and the plane crash um, and also Gigi Moroni, it's, uh, it's been very sad. It definitely is a season Torino go down. Um, unfortunately, other than Andrea Bilotti, the team is it's pretty poor. Um, Seregu, I think he's passed his sell-by date a bit. Defensively, other than Izzo, um, they've bought Ricardo Rodriguez, who... I think everyone knows that he's not really hit the heights since he, mm-hmm. he moved um, to AC Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's it's sad because you look at Torino, you look at the players and, and you think that they're, they're a team who who should be doing a bit better. But unfortunately, I've watched them a couple of times this season and they're, they're not very inspiring. For people who, who don't know too much about Torino um, and the players they have, they've obviously got Simone Zaza, who... Yeah. Uh, tried to give new of the new of the eyes and, and ended up sending it to, to Jupiter, and that's really that's really about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, a bit bit of a depressing season for for Torino coming up. Yeah, definitely a, t- a team that's um, failed to hit the heights. Obviously, they had Spilotti and and players in the past that done really well. Wasn't it Cersei they had a, a centre forward? Yeah, was yeah, he was a, he was a, he was a good player. They had a good partnership, but yeah, it's it's yeah one of these things that. Um, is is the case is they've never really truly hit the heights. Where do you think they're going to finish then, Theo? Do you think they're going to be um, obviously the bottom of the league at the moment? Do you think they're in threat with relegation? Yeah, I think they'll go down. I think they'll finish 18th. Right. Yeah. And Ronan, would you agree with that? Do you think they're going to finish um, in the bottom three? Yeah, they're get they're going down, and if they go down, Belotti is moving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, that's fine. We'll put we'll put them 18th, I think. Then um, I, I don't know much about them, but Theo, you've you've got a soft spot for Torino, and it's a shame to see them 
it would be sad to see them go down because they're they're a good club, uh, the the Turin club, obviously, in 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 Juve's shadow in in the city of Turin, which is it's a shame. Um, moving on to the next team, Ronan, who who have you got? Uh, Udinese. Udinese, yeah. So, Udinese, I actually think are quite a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, they're sitting twelfth at the moment on fifteen points. Um, they've not had a a bad season, but they've not had a great season. Um. The last sort of three games haven't been the best. Uh, they lost their last game at home. Uh, then they drew one each and then another mm-hmm. nil-nil. But before that, they were beating teams and scoring three goals. So they've got a half-decent team. Um, they've got the likes of uh, people that we know. Like Obviously, the main talking point is our go-to him right away is Rodrigo De Paul. Um, best player in that squad. Um, he's sitting on three goals now, but that's the problem. He's their top goal scorer. So again, they're struggling to score. Another yeah. player that they've yeah. got, uh, like I think just before we move on uh, from DePaul, is mm-hmm. I think he'll get a move eventually. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people are saying the likes, obviously Leeds were interested in him in the summer, but a lot of people are saying Liverpool should maybe go for him. Do you think that's a good, would be a good ship for someone like Liverpool? Not, not, not that we've got Jota now. I don't think mm. we need him. Right. Um, I think Jota coming in, that cancels out all these sort of creative midfielders that we were linked with because right. we've got that, we've got Salah, Firmino, Jota and Manny now. And then mm-hmm. in terms of the midfield, Liverpool are... Are, are stacked the, anyway. Yeah, exactly. So, but yeah, move to the Premier League might be something that he's thinking of. Maybe like, a, I, I don't know, maybe like you said, Leeds, but mm-hmm. maybe even somewhere like a Tottenham Hotspur, I think, somewhere mm-hmm. like that. That's interesting, you know? interesting show, yeah. Um, so yeah, DePaul, obviously, he's a star player in that team. Um, well, you've also got a player who, who moved there who's actually performing really well, is Roberto Pereira, mm-hmm. went from Watford. Yep. He's uh, got five uh, four assists in the league, so he's 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 doing all right there. He seems mm-hmm. to be one of the players that's playing better as well. And then you've obviously got um, Gerard De La Feo, who also moved. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. He's a very good player, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Not not really living up to how good he is, though, uh, I would say, this season so far with Udinese. Uh, but I'm sure he'll find his form because when he when he's on form, he's, he's some player and he's a good option to have. And then your other players is uh, your two strikers. You've got Stefano Okaka, who's mm-hmm. 31. We all know yeah. who he is. Yeah. Um, and also Kevin Lasagna, who, mm-hmm. again, we all know who he is. He's... He's. Uh, I actually think he's quite a good player, but he's good. He's only good enough for Udinese. I don't. I can't see him moving anywhere else. But yeah, um, that's all I've got to say in terms of where they're going to finish. I can see them getting tenth. Yeah, I think tenth, ninth, or tenth. I think it's. We've obviously got them two spots available. Um, so yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, let's put them tenth. I think then. Yeah, would you agree with that, Theo? Tenth, tenth in the league for Udinese. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's between them and Sam. So yeah, yeah, that's what I'm, I'm. I'm between those two. Yeah, that's the two I was thinking between. Um, so do we think tenth then, or do we think? Well, uh, obviously we're going to go into Sam. You're going to cover Sam in a second, but um, do we think tenth for for Udinese? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It just depends about Quag, doesn't it? Quite yeah, early. It does. It really does. It does. <laughs> does depend on that man. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll, we'll put them tenth. Ronan covered them, so we'll, we'll go with his his gut feeling on on them and put them tenth. Um. So moving on to my next team, and that's Bologna. Um. Bologna doing 
okay, the season mid-table, not bad. They're, they're a good squad. They've actually got some decent players. I, I've, I've been looking into them a wee bit further. Um, a couple of players to mention. Skrupski, their goalkeeper. Polish lad, good, decent decent shot stopper. Um, I do like some of their defenders. Danilo is an older player, 36, but he's he still produces the goods. Denzvel, I, I quite like him. The one player I want to mention in particular is um, their Japanese centre-back, 22-year-old uh, Takiro Tomayusa. Um, he's been performing really well um, this season for them. I did a wee bit of in-depth on him uh, quickly, but looking at his stats, one point, um, I think it was like 1.4 inter- or tackles um, with 2.4 2.4 interceptions um, and 3.6 long balls. So he's a solid player on the ball, makes about 50 passes per match, um, does does a decent job and is 22, a lot of growth to do. Um, so I could see him maybe make a move in the next couple of years if he if he continues those kinds of performances um, for Bologna. Looking at the rest of their team, I think they've got yeah some decent players, but it's it's still not the greatest team. It, they've they've got some okay players. Martin Dick, uh, Marvin Ditch, I think. Um, the the left Mitchell Ditch, sorry. Um, apologies. The left back. He was at Ajax before. Um, in the past, but yeah, he's a solid player. Um, a, a decent player indeed. Um, solid competition for Scotland's own Aaron Hickey. Um, I'll go to Theo quickly. Aaron Hickey, you've talked about him a lot. A great player. Yeah. What what's what's your opinion on him so far? Obviously injured at the moment, but do you think he's settling into life in Italy? Yeah, man, they, they love him. I've been following his Instagram and he, he's actually loved... Bologna actually loved the fact that they signed some bloke from Scotland. <laughs> I respect the fact that he's moved to Bologna instead of Bayern Munich. Um, yeah. Good on him. I, I feel I'm proud of what he's done so far. I feel yeah. like he's my child. <laughs> <laughs> a child of the podcast. That's what we'll call him. Adam Hickey is the child of the podcast. No, but um, Ronan, what's your opinion of him? Because you watched him a lot when... Obviously, Hearts got relegated. It was sad to see, but... Um, as a, a historic Scottish football club, but do you think that this move to Bologna is, is good for him as a, as, a, as a player? I think it was the best move for him. I didn't see the point in him going to Bayern Munich because mm-hmm. um, he was not never going to get game time there. Whereas yeah. he goes to Bologna, he's, I know he's injured at the moment, but he seemed mm-hmm. to be getting game time. And the good thing about mm-hmm. um, Hickey as well is he's he can play left back or right back and he's both footed. He's, yeah. he can, he's not just one footed. So, yeah, he's a player that I think he, he'll develop there and he might get another move again. Yeah, yeah, in the future. Yeah, definitely. It's a shame for Scotland that they've got so many good left-backs coming through and Aaron Hickey is just another one that sadly might just miss out on, on future international appearances. But hopefully makes a, a step into the Scotland squad in the future. Hopefully we can see um, more of him in, in, in the future. Um, moving on to the rest of the team, Gary Medell, an experienced player in Serie A, really good player obviously um is getting older he's 33 but yeah solid player hard man in the midfield i like dominguez as well the 22 year year old uh, argentine got a lot of promise for him and um, soriano as well a bit of an older player but he's been at a number of clubs Villarreal, i remember when he was at um he's a decent player but yeah shows shows a lot of promise uh Pauli, their captain again a, a metronome of midfield controls the midfield along with gary medell um as a, as a solid player there are two players that really stand out, though, that have got p- potential. Um, is One, Orsolini, um, the right winger, really, really got a lot of potential. He has 23 years old, um, 10 games this season, two goals and three assists. Really a talented player. Um, and Musa Baru, who they signed on a permanent from Atalanta, 
um, this year. They only signed him for about 11 million and he's got three goals and three assists in 14 games. So yeah, he's he's got a lot of potential at 22 years old. So excited to see what he can do. In my opinion, Bologna, I think they're going to finish probably 13th, I think. Um, I think obviously there's teams ahead of him at the moment. Sampdoria, Benevento, who we've not covered yet. Um, but I think Benevento will drop off more so towards the back end of the season. So I think Bologna are going to finish 13th. Would you would you agree with that, boys? Uh, Bologna to finish 13th in the league? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's yeah, uh, that's that's quite good. So yeah, not no problem. We'll put them 13th in the league. Um, Theo, I'll let you move on to Sam, Sampdoria. I presume is your, is your next team. Yeah, Sampdoria, managed by the legend that is Claudio Ranieri. Um, mm-hmm. One. One thing he's done significantly in his life, yet he's known as a legend, but hey-ho. Um, Sampdoria will finish uh, 10th, maybe 11th this season. Um, they've got a good squad. Um, they've obviously got Quagliarelli. We can't not talk about him. The guy scores double fi- double digits every um, every year. Mm-hmm. Um, and for 37 years of age, what a player. They've got some really good players, though, in the team as well. Some some players who've been around, such as Gaston Ramirez, mm-hmm. um, Maya Yoshida, two ex-Southampton players. Yeah. Um, Adrian Silva was on loan at Leicester last season. Uh, was at Leicester. They've actually picked up Candreva as well on a free, right, um, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a really good player to have. Yeah. But where it where it's really nice um, for Sampdoria is the middle. Uh, Martin Forsby, Jacob Yanko, who's at Udinese, mm-hmm. Albin Ekdal, the really good set of Scandinavians. Uh, mm-hmm. I know Yanko's from Czech Republic, but is what yeah. it is. <laughs> um, in, in that middle as well. They yeah. they kind of are Sam, um, the Italian version of Southampton, mm-hmm. judging by the fact that they've got Manolo Gabbiadini as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and some interesting names in there, Keita Balde, obviously never hit yeah, the heights yeah, from Monaco. Yeah, Monaco. Monaco. Mm-hmm. Um, and shout out to Mikel Damsgaard as well, an incredible mm-hmm. player on Football Manager. <laughs> Definitely. No, well, that's fine. We're, we're going to put them ninth off the O. I think that's uh, a bit more than what you were you're predicting. But as I said, I think from... 9th, 10th, 11th, well, 9th to 14th, really, to where Cagliari, we've put Cagliari in 14th. It could be anywhere between the, the, those teams, I think. Um, but yeah, we're going to put Sampdoria 9th in the league. Um, so yeah, that, that's that's some good coverage of them. Um, Ronan, we'll, we'll move on to your your next team. Who have you got? Uh, Genoa. Genoa. So, yeah, Genoa, in my opinion, are underperforming right now. They're sitting 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the relegation zone not that there's much in in that at the moment uh, it's quite early in the season but um, Genoa have actually got a, a decent set of players I think um, mm-hmm. you've got uh, Mattia Perrin in goals who I think is a good goalkeeper he was at Juventus for a couple of seasons there but uh, he was obviously just a backup and that's why yeah. he moved on yeah. but I think he's a good goalkeeper to have solid Um in terms of defence, they've got Christian Zapata. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a bit older. He's 34. Yeah. Played with Milan, X, but he's X, X, Milan, solid, yeah. solid enough player. And uh, in terms of fullbacks, they've got Zappa Costa who, from Chelsea, right, who yeah. is decent mm-hmm. enough. And also they've got young Luca Pellegrini, who's a very good promise. Yeah, on loan. Is he on loan from Juventus at the moment, isn't he? Yeah. So he the in terms of defensively, they've got some decent players there, enough, I think, to stay up. Mm-hmm. Um in terms of midfield, again, players that we've all heard of, like uh, Milan Badej, they've got Barami, who also used to play for Watford. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the midfield. That, Barami, uh, they've yeah. also got Lassa Shuna, who played with Ajax. Yeah. So mm-hmm. again, and they've got Stefano Storaro as well, who played with uh, Juventus. 
in the past. So, like again, these are all players that mm. they're, they're good enough to keep Genoa up. Uh, and then in terms of forwards, they've got the legend himself, Goran Pandev, mm-hmm. the Macedonian, yeah. um, who is currently 37, still playing, still a good player. Mm-hmm. They've also got Marco Pajaka, mm-hmm. who again is a player that was at Juventus, and I think yeah. he was he he had a bit of a future, but he's just not lived up to it. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in the uh, Bundesliga as well at one point? Was it Schalke was. or somewhere? Schalke. Yep. Schalke. Mm-hmm. So he's he's been he's been around, but he's just not really lived up to his potential. I think, yeah. uh, and also in terms of strikers, they've got uh, Mattia Destro, who mm-hmm. is. At the moment, he's he's the top goal scorer with Pajaka just behind. So yeah, I think there's more than enough players in that squad. That's just the ones I've mentioned mm-hmm. uh, to to stay up. They're currently 18th at the moment, but I can I can see Genoa staying up. The, their squad's the squad's good enough, and I can see yeah. them maybe getting something like 16th or 15th. Yeah, or yeah. I think I want to put. I, I would. Be willing to. I want to put my next team as fifteenth, so I'm thinking sixteenth. Um, Theo, what are you what are you potentially think potentially thinking uh, for Genoa sixteenth, or do you think they're going to be in a? Do you think they're going to get relegated? Or what's your opinion of them? Worst teams, unfortunately, they'll they'll pull themselves out of it. They always mm-hmm. do. I think sixteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteenth, sixteenth is what it is. Yeah, sixteenth. Yeah, no problem. I think that's that's a that's a good place to put them. Uh, Genoa. Um, so that's fine forgot how to spell them but that's fine uh, i'll put jen and then I'll, I'll fill it in later um it's always one of those um yeah so moving on to the next team and that's parma um who i want to put 15th i think parma a solid team um a club that personally i feel should be in syria in the top division i think they're a, a team obviously i've had legendary players like buffon they brought through as a young keeper they've had number of other players uh, in the past at the moment they've got a decent squad but not an amazing squad uh, Seppi in goals I think he's okay safe pair of hands um, I look at the, the centre-backs Bruno Alves is the captain um, obviously you've seen Bruno Alves at Rangers Ronan um, obviously it didn't really work out there but yeah do you think he's he's 39 now do you think he can keep it going um, as a player the only thing I ever thought he was good at was a free kick <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I might be being biased, but no, it's not. He is. He's he's a good player, but he's a bit past it now. But yeah. um, whether like he's experienced enough to 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 know what it takes anyway. Yeah, you know, to, to get out of it. Yeah, definitely. Looking at the other the other players, Hernani um, is a defensive midfielder, solid Brazilian defensive midfielder. Um, he plays alongside. Well, he's not been playing alongside him lately, but Cyprian, William Cyprian, um, who was at uh, Nice. Uh, beforehand, I'm surprised he's not been playing that much um, at at Parma. It's a shame to see he's only played um, around about seven games this season. So it's really surprising um, to to see his drop off. And I I definitely thought it was surprising that when he moved there. Um, they've got another midfielder. I do like Kuka, um, solid player, decent player, older player, figurehead, 33, but is is a solid tackler and 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 likes a battle in midfield. Definitely does. Um, Looking at some of the other players, I compared this player to you, Theo, at one point. Is 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 he's come up again as Brunetta, and um, he looks. I think I I found him on um on FIFA at one point, and he was Argentine. He looked slightly like you in his picture, but he doesn't actually look like you now. Like I've looked at, it and he doesn't really look like you to be honest. What's he called? Um, his name is um I believe Juan Brunetta. Juan Brunetta. Right, let's uh, let's have a live reaction. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I found him one. Yeah. I know, I, I, I did get your reaction before 
hand on him. Um, before he's a handsome chap, yeah, I'm yeah, happy with that. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he doesn't look too bad. I think I think it was a decent comparison, to be honest. Um, but yeah, he's a young player coming through, um, attacking midfielder for Parma. Played five games, only got one assist so far. Um, but yeah, maybe he can see um his game time improve um in the future. Obviously, we all know Gervinho, what a player he is. Gervinho, he's their main talisman um on the left wing. Um, he's got he's played 12 games this season, four goals and one assist. Um, obviously the days at Arsenal and and uh, Roma um in the past, he's he's a top player, we all know that. Um, so can produce the goods. Injured at the moment, which is is a shame for Parma, so that could see them drop off slightly. But a player to take maybe his role is Jan Canimo. I think Jan Canimo, decent player, um, showed his ability um at a number of clubs, obviously at Inter. Um, as well, and at Bordeaux on loan, um, he was a good player um, for them as well, so um, he's not getting as much game time for Parm, well he's getting actually game time, he's just not producing the goods really, 13 games but only one goal and one assist, so I'd like to see maybe his stats improve because he really is a talented player really the one position they need to improve in is, is striker, Cornelius, he's not scored a goal this season and neither is uh, Inglesi either they're really, Roberto Inglesi hasn't scored a goal, neither has Cornelius. So they really need to find goals, them two. Or if it could come to the point where they're not scoring enough and, and that could really drag them into a relegation battle. Um, personally, they need to go and look for that uh, player in the January window. So that's a position that Palmer need to strengthen on. So I think 15th for them. Do you, would you guys have to agree with that? Do you think Palmer's able to stay up this season? Yeah, oh, that's yeah. fine. Yeah, definitely. No problem. We'll, we'll put them in there. Um, so Palmer in 15th. So, um, Theo, I'll let you cover the next team. So who have you got as your next... I'll, I'll let I've you cover got... your next two teams um, yeah. because obviously we're talking about relegation battle. No problem. So I've got Benevento and Crotone. So we'll start with Benevento. Obviously, the surprise package this season. I think they're 10th or 11th in the league, yeah. uh, which is which has been fantastic. They're built around uh, an experienced core. For example, the captain is uh, Camille Glick. Mm-hmm. Obviously played for okay. Monaco, um, a very good player. They've got a load of players in there who ha- have been there, done it sort of thing. Christian Maggio mm-hmm. used to play for Napoli um, in, mm-hmm. in defence. Um, they've also got up front uh, Iago Falque and mm-hmm. um, Juan Luca Lapadula, who, who's a good who's a good player as well. They're a decent team. They, they work hard. Um, I think defensively, uh, this season has been it's been quite good for them. Um, let's just quickly have a look. Yeah, they've uh, no sorry, offensively they've uh, seventeen goals scored. So for a team that gets promoted, that's not too bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, goal a game, that's that's uh, that's pretty impressive. So fair play to them. I hope they stay up. Um, I always like to. I like the kit. Um, I like the red and yellow. I think it, it goes quite nice. And they're managed by Filippo Inzaghi. So obviously uh, Simeone's uh, Simone mm-hmm. Inzaghi's yeah. brother. The the Felipe uh, Inzaghi as well. Um, so so yeah. Hope hopefully they can they can stay up this season. I think maybe fourteenth this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we, we've we've only got seventeenth spot available for Benevento. So do we want to put maybe Parma and Genoa slightly lower and put them fifteenth? Do you think Benevento? Do you think or because we've, um, we've we've actually put teams above them? But I don't know. I think it, I think it's quite dirty to put them seventeenth really because they they are outperforming at the moment, doing quite well. So. What are you thinking? Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, so move Parma down to 16th, Genoa to 17th, and put um, uh, Benevento in 15th. I think that's that, that's 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 probably fair to do. I think I'm willing to to do that because I feel I feel it's quite dirty to put them um, lower than lower than that. I thought that was really 
probably quite unfair to put Benevento 17th, to be honest. The season they're having, really. Um, so, Genoa in 17th. We've got then Parma in 16th and Benevento in 15th. So, yeah, that's fine. So, I'll let you cover your next team, Theo, because I know you need to head off soon. So, I'll, I'll let you cover your next team. Perfect. And it's Crotone. Uh, another team that have been... Uh, actually, Crotone, not Crotone. That's, uh, that's not good pronunciation. Um, I think they'll go down this season um, <laughs> because they're not scoring enough goals. 13 uh, all season, which is the lowest in Serie A. Players that may um, uh, ring a bell. Um, Lissandro Mag- Magalan, obviously, was I think it was at Ajax and also Alaves yep. uh, in, in defence. Um, they've also got um, Flop for Newcastle. Emmanuel yep. Riviera. Yeah, yeah. What what yeah. a legend! What a player. <laughs> he, he was he was uh, something else. Um, and the, the talisman is um, a guy who goes by the name of Simi, a Nigerian lad up front. I think he banged twenty plus goals for them in Serie B last season, um, and he scored a few this season. They don't have goal scorers. It's not the best squad. I think them getting promoted last season was a big achievement. Yeah. Um, I think they came up out of the playoffs as well. I think it was. It was quite fortuitous. Um, so, yeah, I'm expecting another long season for them, but who knows? Um, th- there's going to be a good battle this season. They could yeah. just about stay up. You be, you, you've been reading your Word of the Day calendar, Theo, fortuitous. I thought that's a very interesting <laughs> word to come out for. Indeed, that in the day's text. <laughs> good stuff, mate. Good stuff. No, well, that's, that's good. Thanks for obviously covering that, Theo great job obviously again but we'll have to like obviously you're you're having to head off there now you're needed at six o'clock to do something so um no but thanks again for for obviously uh, coming on the pod and and we'll we'll see you next week good stuff that's yes, right. Anyway, right we'll, we'll catch you later, later man right see you later right right ronan it's just down to me and you to to finish off the, today's episode sorry again to our listeners it has dragged on um tonight's episode but it's our last team um and that's spezia so we're uh, well, we'll cover Crotone quickly, Ronan. Do we think Crotone bottom of the league, do you think? Yeah, they're going to go, yeah. I think, be rock bottom. Rock bottom, yeah. And I think Spezia, they, they're, they're 17th at the moment. I think they're going to be 19th. So yeah. um, Spezia, uh, I'll just cover them quickly because it's I don't want to do them dirty and not cover them at all. Um, in goals, they've got Zoe, um, the, the Dutch goalkeeper. He's been at PSV and a few other clubs in the past. Um, they've also got Rafael, the... Um, the, the the Brazilian goalkeeper as well, so he's another um, competition for 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 Zoe. But again, it's it's they're not great center, the great goalkeepers to be honest. Um, when I look at the rest of their team, no one stands out, <laughs> and that and that's sad to say that no one really stands out as as top level talent. I've got to say, um, maybe looking at the strikers that, that are in form, maybe for them at the moment, um, they've got. A player called Piccoli, Piccoli is his name, Roberto Piccoli. Um, he's a striker. He's got one goal and one assist. So yeah, he's a young 19-year-old. So um, maybe can grow with Spezia in 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 the the, the CDB. Um, I thought that might be an the legend Mikoli there. No, not Mikoli. <laughs> no, I think Piccoli. He'll he'll probably stay for. Um, hopefully he's a he's a decent player, young kid. And um, they have got a striker that's quite good as well in Zola. Um, in Bala and Zola, he's ten appearances, seven goals and one one assist. So. Yeah, he's a solid player as well. So those two strikers, um, I think Inzola probably would leave if they got relegated Um, probably go to a, another mid-table Serie A club because um, he's, he's done all right for them. But I just don't think they've got the, the talent in there to, to keep them up personally. And I, I'm sure you would have to agree with that, that looking at their squad, yeah. it's not really filled out with experience really. Um, whereas like Genoa, um, they've got the experience there and it would be surprising if, 
and 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 obviously we said Parma and um, Benevento as well. They've got the experience there to stay up, um, really. So yeah, I think they're going to be second bottom, uh, Spezia. So we'll we'll put them in there. So yeah, that's that's covered the league quite well, Ronan. I'm, obviously, it's, again, we mentioned it's a long podcast, but I'm sure our listeners out there, our loyal listeners, will listen to all the podcast and have enjoyed it nonetheless. Um, so we'll cover the league quickly. Um, obviously, the, la- the the league is um, in 20th, we've got Crotone. 19th, we've got Spezia. 18th, we've got Torino. 17th, we've got Genoa. 16th, we've got Parma. 15th, we've got Benevento, who who could finish higher. Um, 14th, we've got Cagliari. 13th, Bologna. 12th, Fiorentina. 11th, Hellas Verona. 10th, Udinese. 9th, Sampdoria. And then our top eight, Lazio, who are going to have a slightly off-season this season. Um, and could be the, see the end of Inzaghi's reign there. Um, Atalanta in seventh. And then our top six, Sassuolo, Napoli, Roma. And then our top three, Juventus, aren't going to win the league this year. We're going to put them third. Obviously, they're sixth at the moment. But Pirlo, yeah, it's it's not going to be a good year. But yeah, they could finish even as low as, as sixth. It, it really is a really shocking shocking season for them. Um, and second, we've got Inter Milan. And then our, we've got the Rosinieri um, top in the pack. Um, in first. So, yeah, I think that's a, a good league. And are you happy with that league table, um, Ronan? And do you think that's where where, where everyone's going to finish? Yeah, um, out of the whole season, I think the two biggest stories will be Juventus not winning the league, if it happens. Yeah. And it would be a great story, I think, if AC Milan were to go yeah. into it. Yeah, that'd be that'd be fantastic. It, it, it's good to see them back to where they belong, um, and that's the upper echelons of of Serie A. And hopefully, European football in the future as well. So, yeah, thanks again for listening, guys. It was a, it was a good episode. Hopefully, you've all enjoyed listening. Um, we're we're going to be going back. Obviously, that's our, us finished um, covering European top five leagues, top five European leagues. So we'll be covering some different topics um, in European football as well every couple of weeks. Um, so hopefully you've enjoyed listening to this episode. Um, don't forget to, to say to your family, your friends, your work colleagues, um, anyone you meet really, um, if you've if you, if you got an interest, common interest of in football, give us a shout out and hopefully we can, can grow our, our listening listening audience um so yeah don't forget to follow us on uh, podbean.com or spotify and also our twitter and instagram and um, so at the emphatic fanatics on instagram or at the emphatic fanatics podcast i should say on instagram and then the, the emphatic fanatics on twitter as well so um go and give us a follow on both of those um social me- media platforms so yeah thanks again for listening thanks ronan for for participating in this episode obviously theo left as well but thanks for participating um again no bother, no bother. Good. Good stuff. Anyway, and we'll catch you later, guys. Bye for now.